true God, true God, the true God, you know the true God, true God, true God, true God, the true God, true God, you know the true God, heathens claim they know the true God, they know the true God, the heathens claim they know the true God, they know the true God, but when we ask them if they knew God, if they knew God, by their response we knew they knew not, we knew they knew not, the true God. Of the have nights, living hard not with those who built their house on the rock. Daddy move not with those who lean on her Mashiach and what he taught. And know that trust in other guys always coming to naught. With the true God, agree with the abortion, la'ah. With the true God, agree with distortion, la'ah. With the true God, agree with the fact that you purposely ignored the very reason why you were chosen, la'ah. I'm speaking on the invisible one who sent the visible sun, showed us how to be the despicable one, till the victory's won. Heathens mad because we gained the advantage through understanding. We lay your hands on your lies to do damage. Your God's vanished, left you stranded. We're not a lay you can stand with. Now your only option saw the devil the lie or recant it. Uh, working for Satan, it seemed to me you need a new job. You're mad because now you know the true God is the Jew God. True God. True God. True God. The true God. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio right here on TalkShoe.com, where we keep it raw and uncut, and most definitely we are here to liberate the minds of the people. Culture Freedom Radio, yes it is, the home of Conscious Talk Radio and much, much more. Come check us out right here on TalkShoe.com. Culture Freedom Radio, be in the house, in the house, in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, family? What's up? What's up? What's up? Peace, 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 peace up in here. Oh, man. Welcome here to Culture Freedom Radio Network one more time. One more time in the house, in the house, most definitely in this house. Oh, yeah, man. Delighted to be in the house with y'all one more time right here. Uh, coming in on a Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Yeah, party hunters. We about to get it right. I know it said Friday night, y'all. I'm just remixing. Don't let, let me do my thing. Let me do my thing. All right. All right. All right. But how y'all doing out there, family? How y'all doing out there, man? I hope y'all been having a delightful week. Everything's been going good. Hope everything's been going fine. Hope everything's been going Dand D in your life, most definitely and D up in his house. Hey, I'm your brother, brother Sunray Nine, most definitely up in his house, also known as brother Arya Yahavadai Yasha Allah as well. I do the different schools of thought. And hey, like I said, I'm brother Sunray Nine. I'm coming up in his house to let my rays of light shine down on you like the sun do. Get them rays most definitely get that warmth and that energy but how y'all been doing the family how y'all y'all been doing out there man um great oh, i've been doing pretty good been doing pretty good this week i can't complain can't complain you know it's been not as cold this week uh been doing a little raining you know from here and there like today it's been raining a lot it's been raining a lot and um uh but it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right uh, like Prince said, man, it's going to be a beautiful, it's going to be a beautiful night. 
let me stop singing, man. Damn, I'm I'm on Power Groove Radio, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> but tonight, I want to just come in here with something tonight, just a little topic, sisters and brothers, for you today. Uh, it's called the false flaggers of the African culture. False flaggers of African culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, that's only a title, man, in Culture Freedom Radio Network can come up with and have. Yeah, it's a title, man. Culture Freedom is known to have something right here thought-provoking. It's most definitely, sisters and brothers. And um, I got a couple of things I want to do here tonight. Uh, I'll probably talk a little bit, and I got something I want to bring uh uh, Brother Steve Copeland in the house, man. Do something with Brother Steve Copeland. Play something to, to go into and help me out tonight with this, uh, the late great Steve Copeland, who have made his transition. Uh, so when I say he's going to be here, not going to be physically here, but I want to play a clip tonight uh, with Brother Steve Copeland and going into some things, sisters and brothers. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, shoot. I forgot to start recording over here on the Uber conference. Let me do this. This call is being recorded. There we go. Thank you. Thank you very much for letting me know that. But um, as well, before I get into the show here tonight, I want to tell you, and I'll put this in the chat room again, I'm trying to get this blog page. Uh, we had some years ago, and we started on it, but we never just actually got it put up and uh, and got it to working. We wanted to put up another website. We had a website years ago, coachafreedomradio.com, um, and I think I'll be buying a um, – trying to, I'm going to do this on the blogger. I'm trying to get back into doing some websites and I maybe come up with a website, but I'm going to buy, I'm going to use this one for right now and maybe just hell not for right now. I'm going to go ahead and use this one and I will be having a, go ahead and buy a domain name, but I'm going to put this one up for right now. And so I'll do some things right here uh, to get into the blogging again and get on some kind of website. But right now I do have a thing here. We have a um, coach. I put it in the chat room. We have and I just say it for the rest of you who's not in the chat room for Catch the Archive later on. And peace and thank you for everybody who listened to this show in the archives. I really do thank you for checking the show and listening in to the show. I hope we say something motivation and I hope we say something most definitely inspiring for you. You know what I mean? But um, here uh, we have the blog page again. Like I said, I will be coming up get buying a domain name for sometime next week. But right now is Culture Freedom Radio dot uh, blogspot dot com. That's Culture Freedom Radio Network dot blogspot dot com. I know that's a hell of a lot. That's why I got to go ahead and get a domain name. Yeah, one more time, sisters and brothers. Culture Freedom Radio dot blogspot dot Com. Go over there and check that out and follow the blog page right there as well. I do have a couple of things in there, you know, not much. Uh, a lot of stuff is old because we had it a long time, but we never just fully got it. We had it like, what, 2016 or something like that, and we never just put it into uh, full steam ahead and working on it. So I'm still trying to learn the page and, and, and work it out. So we will have something, things over there. And um, so go ahead and check it out. So some brothers uh, right there and follow the thing, uh, follow the show, uh, follow the page, the blog page um, as well. Um, and also, like I said, don't forget, so some brothers, we have the 24-hour radio station as well, uh, where you can actually listen to the show. Um, and like I said, you can listen to the show uh, that you can't hear right here on uh, 
on TalkShoe while we live. I got to put that in the chat room as well. I got to put that link in the chat room. But you can catch it right there at um, xenoradio.com. You can get that in the Android store or the Apple store. You want to get the app, or you can just go to it from the web browser and just put that in there, and you can follow the show and put that in the chat room again. But you go to Z Zeno dot radio or Zeno radio and you can go in there and you can just search for culture freedom radio you can find us and listen to the 24-hour radio station and you can also listen to um me right here um and as well and i do have the player on the blog spot show as well so you can catch the show live and listen to it live because you can't catch it right here uh on talk show is this 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 thing Man, I don't know what it is. Damn, I forgot to put it in the uh, description of the show. But let me hear him get this show on the ball, man. Good show on the ball. That's enough of me talking. But you can find us all. Uh, you can find us again as well. If you can't get all that information, everything be on our Facebook page. You can go to Culture Freedom Radio um, on Facebook, Culture Freedom Radio uh, Network on Facebook, and follow us right there on Facebook. And that way, you can get all the information. Hell, you don't have to keep on listening to the show and get it. You get everything right there. You follow us on Facebook. That's one more time. There's Culture Freedom Radio Network on Facebook. And if you have Twitter, there's Culture Freedom 9 on Twitter. I tweet everything right there. All the information, how to follow us and find everything that we do is right there on those social media sites as well. But listen, tonight I wanted to say, get in here, man, and let's go ahead and drop it. Let's go ahead and drop it. What is it? Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah, let's drop this topic like it's hot tonight. Um, tonight we want to talk about here, sisters and brothers, like the false flaggers of African culture. Tonight, man, I want to talk about, here we go. I put this in the description. Peace to the family. Tonight I want to talk to you about those who claim to stand on the shoulders of their ancestors, but they really stand on the shoulders of their white oppressors. Oh, yes, Andy. Let me say that one more time, one more time, one more time. Yes, they say that they stand on the shoulders of their ancestors, but they truly stand on the shoulders of their white oppressors. <laughs> you know what that man is high culture, freedom, do it. Yeah, most definitely. Let's get into this. Let's get into this here. Now, just talk about a couple of things briefly before I really jump into the, the meat of my subject tonight. And um, looking at this thing, what they call the conscious community. Y'all know I'm always talking about that thing they call the conscious community. Uh, because we're dealing with knowledge, man, and, and, and this thing called getting knowledge of self, you cannot negate the conscious community. No, you cannot negate this place of the, the, the think tank or whatever they call the conscious community. And now let me say for the record, when I talk about this thing called the conscious community, I'm not <clears throat> getting at um, everybody that's in the so-called conscious community. Uh, it, you know, it's like generalizing and throwing everybody as some people say, under the bus, or trying to chastise everybody in the conscious, in that so-called conscious community. No, no, y'all know better than that. And 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 because you know everybody's not doing it, you know. But like I said, when you throw a rock, uh, and 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 if it, whatever the dog, whatever whoever the dog you hear holler, that's the dog that it hit. However that saying go. But it's not everybody. But you know those who are there that's in the forefront. I would say. Uh, and that's who I really go after, the people who want to be the leaders and the teachers and the guides. That's what you primarily go after because so many people learn from them and listening to them 
and doing as they do. Yes. So we talk about a lot of them. That's primarily who my target and my aim is at them. Because mm-hmm. they say you lead by example. So I'm going to go after the lead. You know what I mean? But um, there's something I want to talk about right fast. I, I was I was looking at uh, even going look back even looking at Sonetta TV, and uh, peace to everybody in the chat room as well who come in in the chat room. Peace to you as well. Thank you for tuning in. But I was going back to Sonetta TV, and I see that they have this thing with um, Jabari, um, supposed to be debating um, Garfield. And as I was looking at something, they're talking about how a lot of the brothers in the community, like the um, not everybody, but like the Amon Ra squad, uh, like Garfield, now even uh, Brother Reggie, some of time they call him Dr. Reggie. It's like a lot of the people are going after Jabari. And Sonetta was even asking the question to like Captain Tazariak. And, uh, oh, and I said, uh, uh, shalom to every, all the brothers and sisters out there who's observing Shabbat as well. Uh, shalom to all of y'all out there. But they were saying that, you know, uh, they asked, do, even as Jabari, do they, do they, the people, uh, do they think that he's jealous of him? Um, and that was one of the questions. Do they, they, do he think that the people are jealous of him? Because, you know, Sarnetta be messing with him, calling him the Floyd Mayweather and all of this type of thing. You know, all the conscious community, you know, Sarnetta, he's the Don King. y'all. He's the Don King of the conscious community. But as I really look at it and see why a lot of those people go after Jabari. And, you know, I really didn't, you know, dig Jabari because I thought at first when he was going up against the, um, the Israelites and debating against the Israelite community, I just seen him as really weak in the information or going out there. I just didn't really just favor him uh, when it went down to the Hebrews and some of the things uh, representing uh, Kemet or the comedic information. I just found, just found that he was kind of weak and, and, and represented. But when it, it come down to all of these other people, um, who's going after him. This is why I think it, I don't think is that, that he uh, disseminate or put out the information that when he come down to debate to something better than anybody else in the, you know, to, to deal with the uh, Kemet. I think why a lot of those people don't like Jabari is, and just, it's only my personal opinion, sisters and brothers, only my personal opinion. I think the reason that a lot of them don't like Jabari is because number one, Jabari is a practitioner of the comedic spiritual system. Let me say that again. I think the true reason they don't like Jabari, the people that's going after him, the, the um, Garfield. Now, I don't think Garfield really claimed. He don't. Now, I never hear. Now, according to them, they don't say Garfield actually claimed to be into the comedic really truly in the comedic information. But I do know like the Amon Ra squad and like uh, uh, Ankh and uh, he's the ringleader of the Amon Ra squad. And then you do have like the other people that's going after him. Uh, I think that's the real, real reason that they don't like Jabari. Yes, they don't like him now because they all supposed to be 
comedic people. And 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 and, and Jabari make uh mention of how people come after him because in about you know for him saying he have a shrine and he's a part of a shrine and they they are going after him and you know try to make fun of him and about that or and try to say you know it's like he churchy like but that's what they did in Kemet that's why I say they don't and I'm just looking at some things that's why I say they're going after Jabari because Jabari actually is living up to the tendons or at least trying to practice some of the things and do some of the things that they've done in Kemet. And this is why I always get at the conscious community because, and I even got mad and, and when I was getting pissed off and looking at the conscious community, because everybody was always hollering Kemet, Kemet, but you don't see any Kemetic temples and really shrines and they go out and get mad at the Hebrews. They get, they, well, not the Hebrews, but the people in the conscious community, and I'm talking about the so-called black people in the conscious community, the peace of my brother, Tim Hobb as well. They always pointing out, they, they talking about the Israelites. They talking about the Christians. They're talking about all of these other people, the Moors and all of these type of things. Um, they talk about them. Peace to your brother, LJ. I think that's you in the house. Okay, just got a guest name on there. Peace to the guests. I don't know who name that is. It just got guests on there. And uh, peace to uh, Tim Hobb as well. They they talk about these groups, but here's one thing I can respect, and I do respect from all of those groups is peace, peace, peace to you, peace. Okay, I guess you can hear me tonight. Yes, sir. Peace. Here's what I like about those groups, though, and I and I really respect Jabari for Jabari Elise. And this is what I had respect. I, I kind of gave respect to even uh, Shaka Agmos. And I throw him in there. Because one thing is they try to do live up to the tended somewhat or practice that I guess that's the word. Practice some of the spiritual system of Kimmy. They don't just go out here and tell people Kimmy was first. Kimmy did this. Kimmy did that. And when you look at them, they don't practice none of the stuff that the comedic brothers and sisters did or the Nubians did. None of it. You see them, you know, doing all other kind of bull crap. And that's what I'm, I look at a lot of time with our brothers and sisters in the conscious community. And so this is why I say they don't like this is why they're going out to Jabari, because least Jabari. They do comedic what we call prayers or supplication. I remember seeing his television shows. I watched some of the episodes on his television show. They even do chants. They do, they do a lot of the lot of things like that. That the comedic brothers and sisters was doing. They're practicing that spiritual system, not just hollering, you know, against somebody else, hollering, Kim at this, Kim at that. that and, and, damn that. You, you you have to practice these things in tradition. That's why I say sometimes, you got a lot of these, uh, and I'm not just be getting on that. The reason this topic is not just about that. I'm just bringing it up because that's the thing about now because they got this debate about to go down. You got a lot of false flaggers of African culture. Then you got a lot of them who always hollering this, Kim at this, Kim at that, and this, and another, you know, another. And they in all these goddamn Greek fraternities. Oh yeah, you think I was? Y'all think I wasn't gonna touch that? That ain't the only one I'm gonna touch on. Yeah, they in all these Greek fraternities. Uh oh, 
And here's the one in a lot of them I'm, I'm looking at now because I got to get into this because I've been having this discussion today. A lot of them in these Masonic societies or fraternities. Ah, oh shit, y'all think I wasn't gonna touch on that? That's the goddamn reason I'm really doing the goddamn show. Like I said, excuse my English. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Did that, a lot of these people are not true to the game. They're not true to the game of what they're espousing to be in African traditions. And I've been really having this discussion primarily all week. Brothers and sisters who in the crowd, you can do what you want to do. I mean, I'm just saying you can do what you want to do. That's you. I, I'm not responsible for you, but you can do whatever you want to do. It's but when you're coming out pushing something on other people, other brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make them out to be something that you are not. That's the goddamn problem. That is the goddamn problem. It's like, <laughs> y'all are enough and use this analogy. You run around acting like you a goddamn crip. You know damn well you're in a crip. You know, and, and, and they find out, the crip find out you false flagging, you faking, flogging like you're blood. You know them, you know, getting into the, the street organizations. I ain't gonna call them no gang. I damn near almost did. I ain't gonna back to white folk call them, but organization. But I don't think that they really organized that much. But that's another whole story. My brother. But my brothers out here, man, y'all need back up off that damn Jabari. And I had to take up for Jabari this time because I said, and, I, and I, I give him that respect. I give him the respect because at least he's, you know, if he's going to talk about that, you know, always do lectures and, you know, espouse about anything about Kimmy or Nubia or the Nile Valley. Let me just say the Nile Valley. At least he's trying to practice that spirituality from it and just saying, just beating up on the, the Hebrews or the Israelites about what they into and just throw Kemet in their damn face. And he's not in it. Cause that, that's what a lot of these cats do. So if you're not living it, man, you know, leave it at your goddamn mouths. And then it happened. A lot of them, you ask them, well, what's your spiritual tradition? What you, what, what are you a part of? You find out they, you know, they're not even, they don't even practice none of it, of the comedic spirituality. But they love to bring it up on somebody else when they like to beat up on somebody else, like the Hebrew. At least they, you know, have something they're espousing, you know. They they really living up to what they, what they claim to be. Whether we like it or not, or anybody like it or not, whether you give a damn about the Hebrews, at least they claim it and they try to live up to what they say is they part of the, the Hebrew culture and tradition. Hell, even the so-called the Christian shit, they try to live up to that. See, that's the part we gotta we gotta start living up to this, man. Quit, 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 quit bullshitting out here <laughs> with this stuff, man. But let me get into this though. Reason I'm really diving into this. And I got to play something with Brother Steve Coakley tonight. I want to bring in something with Steve Coakley to help me out. But this thing about my brothers with this, this Masonic society out here. Like I said, you can do what you want to do. I mean, I, I'm not trying to tell you, persuade you, no kind of way. Like I've been having discussions all week. But when you're trying to say, like with this Prince Hall Masonry, and I deal with that. The Prince Hall thing, I, I'll be having these discussions. Let me let me see how to work this out. 
I got so much damn information. I don't even know about how I'm going to use it all. But brothers be talking about the Prince Hall thing. Yeah, he was initiated, you know, and he was initiated by the Europeans and this, that, and another, but he called it the African Lodge. Look, you can call a goddamn tangerine an African. You can call a can, a can of corn fucking African, but is it really African? But we, we use the terminology for the African. We know what, what African is when we say it. Yeah, but just because he called it an African Lodge, does it, did it make it an African Lodge? Or have anything to really do with African traditions and culture? just because he labeled that. Um, and when I, I'm looking at them and they said, well, we know we going back to Africa, brother. I said, well, you know, brother, when we go in and uh, telling them about the history and what a European even got it from. And they're like, yeah, we know he took that from Kemet, the whole concept of Freemasonry, of what we call modern Freemasonry thing, they said, well, we know it came out of Kemet. Yeah, yeah, we agree. We agree. They copied from us and this, that, and another. But I'd be like, well, brother, why don't you just come back to the original then? Leave that shit alone that, that they copycat. If you said they copied it from you, why don't you leave that shit alone and come back to the original? Well, see, brother, you know, you, you don't understand. We, we do. We, we are using it. But I'm still looking at, well, you're still using the symbols and the signs and you're still going through all the different rituals and layout that the Europeans, when they establish what they're calling masonry, you still are using those same symbols and signs. And you and they agree, brothers, that, that y'all in that craft and they say this shit, y'all agree that when you look at the pyramid, that was our ancestors who built those. You look at all of the stuff that 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 y'all say that entails in, in masonry, and you uh, will acknowledge that our ancestors established these things in the modern masonry and the apron, even the apron. Uh huh. Even the apron goes back to Kim, and you can look at that. Uh, brother Asrar Kwesi did and showed that. I forget the brother's name. It's on. It was on my mind. Hell, I forgot his name. Uh, who actually when they showed with his left foot forward. And you can go back and see all of that in Kimmy. And a lot of our Masonic brothers acknowledge this. But y'all want to say, well, we are, brother. We are doing getting back to the African roots. No. If you're getting back to it, do it the way ancestors did and leave that other bullshit alone. Why you still got the, you still got the fucking suit on. You still got all that other uh, ornaments and, and, and regalia, all that same shit that they had gave you. You not dealing with your shit leave that shit alone throw it away but but you know what you not you not because like i said a lot of them they still use that to fit into this society they still want to use that to have the white man to say well that's your past i said is that that's your past for your oppressor see well i because it's still you want to be a part of the fabric of this country, of America, and the shit that they into. So you will do as they done, or you will do as they doing today. It's just like y'all join is the fake that fake ass shit that they call the NAACP that was established by Europeans, Jews at Jews, if you want to say that. But we got black, y'all didn't know that? Look your history up. 
It's why you had brothers in here today, brothers out here in the boule. What? What the boule? What? What? How did the boule? What was the boule established for? Because they want to be like what? They wanted to be like the skull and bone, the white folks at Yale University. They wanted to be like them. See, it's why y'all instead of being like Mike, y'all want to be like them. And this is why they still keep this shit going. And there's so much stuff, y'all, that I was looking at with this thing about Prince Hall. Now, we talk about the Nation of Islam, right? And who they call their god, Farad Muhammad. Prince Hall, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just, goddamn it, just stating the facts. Prince Hall, and I was looking at it, Prince Hall is just like a Farad Muhammad. He is a mystery. They, they say in the Nation of Islam, they said there's no such thing as a mystery God. But Farad, his lot of his stuff about him, where he came from and where he went to and all that is a mystery. And that's, they say that's their God. So he's a mystery God. If you don't have the 100% facts about where he came from and where the hell he went and all of that, he's a mystery. Because he's unknown. His life is unknown. There's things, there's speculation about him. So he's a mystery because he's your God. Prince Hall, they didn't call him a god, but but we know some stuff about the worthy masters and, and this and that. They were similar to a god here on earth, but they ain't gonna go into all that. But his 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 life is a mystery. There's some mysterious stuff about him. Now I had Somebody was telling me earlier this week, they was kind of getting mad about <laughs> saying about Dr. York. I mentioned some stuff about Dr. York and they saying with well, Dr. York, you know, saying um, he, he, he around here said that Prince Hall was he was half white. Well, well, Dr. York didn't make that shit up. I got to tell him, brother, Dr. York didn't make that shit up. Yeah, that's out there. That's some stuff that says he, he were. And I'm, I'm on a website. I'm going to put this in the chat room. It's a website. There's, there's a lot of different things. When you read about Prince Hall, and they will say he was speculation. I'm, I'm going to read the one thing right fast. Okay, this is a site called Black Pass. Black Pass. I'm looking at Prince Hall. The thing about Prince Hall. Uh, I'm trying to find it right fast. Here, I'm just going to get to this part here. It says, Prince Hall, a native of Bridgetown, Barbados, West Indies was freeborn on September the 12th, 1748, the son of Thomas Prince Hall, an, an Englishman and a free colored woman of French heritage. Now, wait a minute. Why did they, why did they have to, now you can say an Englishman. Okay, that could have been, he could have still been black for the sun ray. Well, it's awfully funny how they pointed out when they got to his mother, they said a free colored woman of French heritage. Now, she was from French heritage. She was, I guess she was born in France. A, you know, the Frenchman. She was a French woman of French heritage, right? They, 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 they specified that. So when it said his, his, he was the son of Thomas Prince Hall, an Englishman, hmm, what is that? Are they trying to insinuate his father was a European of you know of your uh, of English stock? Was he a Euro? Was he what we call a Caucasian? Hmm. 
awfully strange to me. I mean, it's just to me that just simple. So that would mean to me he was a mulatto. Uh, like Dr. York said, he was half white. He was mixed breed, right? According to this, I, ain't, I that's that's not my goddamn saying. That's there's a couple things that that says this. Okay, so if y'all think I'm lying, let me put another one in the chat room. Give you another one, okay? And because I don't want y'all to think I made this shit up, and then I'm gonna read y'all something else. I'm gonna give you this the different uh, speculations. Now here's come Medford Historical Society and Museum, organized in 1896 by concerned citizens of the city of Medford, uh, Massachusetts. Now, let me see. Let me go here. Here's the same thing. Let's they copied this whole thing, right? But they this is how they started off this article. Prince Hall life history has been subject of debate. Hmm. See that how they started that off? It says in the, some state that he was born in 1735. Other, other sources state 1738. And yet other state that he was born on September the 12th, 1748, in Bridgetown, Barbados, to Thomas Prince Hall, an Englishman and a colored woman of French descent. Hmm? Damn, man, that's Farad Muhammad to me. Seemed like what they said. Said a subject of debate. Subject of debate. But check this out. Not only that, though, I was looking at thinking about something. That Prince Hall. Now, there's even speculation. I got to throw this out. Some say that he, because I read some articles and saying that said that he was born in slavery. And because he was, damn, was other, he was born in slavery or not born in slavery. Well, he, he was free and then he came to America and and he was, I'm trying to pull that back up too. And he was um, a slave to, here we go. Let me see here. It says the first document information can be verified states that Prince Hall was a slave to William Hall during the late 1748. Now, in 48, the late 1748, now, now, going back to this article again, now, how the hell he would have been a slave to William, William uh, uh, Hall in the late 1740s, when here's another one says that he was born September the 12th, 1748 in Bridgetown, Barbados. Well, he could have been, because he could have been born in slavery, according to what they're saying here. He could have been born into it. But it said that he was born in Barbados. But this William Hall lived in America. So it's so much, man. You can't, you can't fucking, you can't find out. Well, and, 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 and let me see, let me go, because I want to get different speculation, because I want to go into, that ain't really, I want to go into something. But the thing I want to know is, okay, because there's things that saying that he was a slave, and there's certain things that said he wasn't. He was, he wasn't. So there's even speculation about that. Because when I was trying to find out what, and I had to look up, was Prince Hall a, a, uh, a slave? Because when I was saying it, because it's like people was talking about um, some people who can't, they can't relate to our suffering because they never been through it. So I was looking at this thing with Prince Hall and I was like, okay, well, maybe that's why he went ahead and joined the Freemasonic thing and dealing with 
with the white folk because hell, he didn't never go through all of this, you know, as our brothers and sisters did who were going through slavery. But still, again, he was in America during the time of slavery. Now, I, I, I thought about so now I was I was looking at something right now. And here's what I want to. I was this is just my mind, sisters and brothers. It's just my mind here. That I'm looking at when the Emancipation the Proclamation was so-called signed. Y'all know about that, right? When Lincoln's supposed to be emancipated, uh, sisters and brothers of slavery, well, according to what they say, that was supposed to happen when he signed it on January the 1st, 1863. Trying to give y'all some numbers because it's very important what I'm trying to lay out. That was in 1863. And it said it was a slavery was officially abolished in on December the 18th. 1865. I'm giving you all those numbers for a reason. Now, when I go back and I was looking at the thing with Prince Hall, Prince Hall, and when he established his Freemasonic or opened a lodge, right? This was in the 1700s. This was, yeah, in the 1700s. I'm trying to get the exact date. It was in the 1700s when he did this. Okay, because in 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 uh, 1784 is when, when Prince Hall petitioned the Grand Lodge of England, asking for a warrant for a charter. Here you go, y'all. Let me see. Yeah, it said that the whites denied that the white mason denied him in Massachusetts. So he, you know, petitioned England for a warrant and stuff like that to it. But I'm I'm relating to this for a reason. Because um, I'm, <laughs> it, it's like for me, it, I'm still trying to figure out, and, and like I said, it's just my mind, y'all. I'm not trying to say y'all got to do this. With all the atrocities that our sisters and brothers went through on that transatlantic trade coming over here, and a lot of brothers who was in slavery, they were it, it being slaves themselves, enslaved themselves. So they knew what happened on the on the passage coming over here. They knew about their heritage, where they came from, I guess. They knew. But they knew this being in bondage was not right. And they knew that. But it's awfully crazy to me how, and I, I, I don't know what they mind were thinking back then. I don't know. So I'll try to think of it. But you 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 knew when you seen what was happening, the beating up, beating and and lashing, uh brothers and sisters on the plantation, women being raped, and children, you know, women having babies, and then they being sold off, they probably be married on the plantation. Then, you know, they might sell either the husband off, they'll sell either the wife off, or shit, they'll sell the children off. You know, they seen these type of things. The separation and, the, and all the atrocities that was happening. And it for me is, I can't fathom in my mind how they would see all of that. And then once they get their freedom papers, they get their freedom papers. They can go off and then join either the Confederate military or go and join in the 
uh, the Union military. I mean, that was the Confederate. Yeah, the Confederates or the Union military. I, I just couldn't fathom in my mind that shit, man. I just still can't. How can they do, <laughs> go and join up with the bastards? They they still with the fucking same people. I don't give a goddamn who, how they look, because the British even fooled them. And this is what here it says on eight on March the sixth of uh, 1775. Hall was a minister of the Methodist Church in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And um, it says in fourteen other free free black men of Boston. Uh, who all became Masons at a British Army Lodge, number 58. But they still joined with the British. And then we understand you go and look up the British, fooled a lot of our brothers and sisters at that time, too. Those who was up north, they fooled the hell out of them. They come and join the, uh, the British military. They will make sure and help fight for their freedom. They'll free them and all the same old trick the goddamn devil always do. Be deceptive and, de you know, being deceiving. That's what a lot of them they did anyway. And so anyway, I want to read something here from this book I have by brother uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Il Alameen. And this book is entitled here, Susan Brother. He got he have two of them. We have more than two, but I have two of them that I purchased from him. Uh, one of them is called Freemasonry, Ancient Egypt and the Islamic Destination. On my time, there's Freemasonry, Ancient Egypt, and the Islamic Destination. The other one I'm about to read from is called African-American Freemasons, Why They Should Accept Islam. Now, I'm not saying that you should accept Islam, but there's some other points that he's making in here. But he's making these points because a lot of them, they get into it. And because he's a Muslim, he was a Muslim. I think he passed away now. I'm not sure. Uh, but he was making these things because of some of the things that they are getting into and been the Shriners and stuff, which go into Islam, right? He said they should be, um, uh, you know, get into Islam. But he was pointing out some things that going through the different atrocities and uh, like our sisters and brothers was going through, and he just trying to show them here um, about getting the hell out of there. He was trying to tell the brothers to get the hell out of that Freemasonry stuff. But I'm going to read something right fast that he was saying here. Um, da, 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 da. I just go here. Okay, on page two of this book, he says Africans walked in the light of social progress, human di uh, di di dignification and achievements. Says George G.M. James expounded on the educational roles in Egypt in world civilization, and he writes, just as our modern problem, our modern times, countries like the United States, England, and France are attracting students from all parts of the world on, a, on account of their leaderships and culture. So was it in ancient times. Egypt was superior in leadership of civilization and students of all parts flocked to that land seeking a mission into her mysteries of wisdom system. That's in the book of Stolen Legacy page 42 that was an excerpt from that so i was saying again susan brother we don't have to run to they shit that we should be going if we're going to do anything as so-called africans why don't we run back to that why don't we go back to that which they established because if that's what they getting it from why don't we go back to that basics that's why sometimes i be saying i gotta go back to the basics myself with some of the, the teachings when i get all off base and i say i gotta go back to the basics why don't we go there because if they're getting it from there 
why don't we just go there and skip all that red tape going through they rigmarole trying to get um recognition from them and i'm gonna mention something about this this clandestine shit that they be brothers be out here uh preaching if you don't get permission from the europeans to open the lodge i'm i gotta speak to some of this silliness silliness too but anyway i want to go jump to page three he talked about something else over here in page three he said the caucasians of europe and western world should have seen great respect and honor have should have shown Shalak, let me go back the Caucasians of Europe and the Western world should have shown great respect and honor to our people. History clearly informed us that they didn't and still don't. I put that still don't in there. Quite the contrary. They sought to destroy us and forever erase our great contributions and achievements from the pages of history. They brought us from light to darkness. They stole our sacred works. The true history has been lost. The Freemasonry speak of a lost word and a man in darkness. Well, our history is that, is our history is that word. And we are the people in darkness, my brother. We must seek to come from darkness to light. And that's true indeed, Susan Brother. Because here's what our, our brothers, a lot of our brothers, when I was trying to explain some things about, hey, we need to get the hell away from that because that's not true. That's some things that they established. So even if you try to holler, you put African on it, it's it's not African. It's not African. And I and I asked this question. Well, give me, can you where where in history? Where is it before Prince Hall? And I tried to find it. I tried to look it up. Not going back to Kemet. We ain't got to go way back there. But just before the transatlantic slave trade. What in Africa? Show me in Africa. Well, before Prince Hall now, did the Africans were practicing what they call Freemasonry. Now, I'm not not masonry as stone masonry. See, we get caught up in that. Now you got to listen to it. What they're calling Freemasonry, not masonry, the stone masons, you know, building temples and stuff with the stone because you got stone mason. What they're calling this today as Freemasonry. Take it, take me to Israel. I mean, to Africa, the continent of Africa. Show me where we had a y'all call a secret society or sacred society that would call where they were Africans were practicing that or being a part of the African or Freemasonry in Africa before Prince Hall. Please show me that. I've asked some Masons who were there and I asked a brother that he that was a Mason who no longer a Mason because he said there were some things, and I told y'all before, he said there were some things as he moved up the ladder of Jacob's ladder, as they call it, him as a Christian. And I've seen, there was a, another brother, I was looking at the YouTube clip, he said, as he was a Christian, a Catholic, well, he said he, he went up the ranks, he was shrine on everything, but he said somehow he converted to uh, Catholicism, became a Catholic, and, and he said it has been a Catholic. <laughs> he said, it said that you cannot, a part of their creed is you cannot be a, a Mason. You cannot be a Mason in the Catholic. But he do say now you do have some who do it, and it goes against their creed. But he said he had to give it up. So 
because of his faith. And there's another, another brother. He's not a Catholic. Uh, but he said as he started walking up or going up Jacob's ladder or, or going up through degrees, he's seen a lot of stuff, different uh, names of, as he said, skip different deities and things that is being called. Now he's a he's a Christian now, so you know automatically he's gonna be Jesus is his Jesus is his man. Not man, you know, homosexual type thing. But his 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 person, his leader, his is the person he looked to for inspiration. So he said here was some things going against that that he hey 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 he can't I got to get away from this doc. At least I seen all these different names of the different gods. I don't think he might have know Lord Almighty and this and that, but he started hearing all these different names and be different gods. He's like, uh-uh, oh, I got to get away from this. This right here. This ain't right. This goes against my Christian faith. But going again, though, where can y'all find this in Africa? Before the transatlantic slave trade and before Prince Hall, where they actually were practicing what they call Freemasonry. The fraternity in Africa before Prince Hall. I'll be waiting. Um, let's see which way did we go, George. But my brother here, he was breaking down some things in here. Oh, here we go. Let's see. But he was breaking down some things here in this book. Let me see. Here's on page 19 again. You have been lied to, brother. Many of our people have accepted the belief that the higher and uh, precious knowledge can only be obtained by joining some secret order. Understand, brother, that you have you don't have to join the white man's secret order to get the knowledge. The white man led us to believe that he is the foundation from which all things spring. Don't feel too proud uh, because you are a Shriner. The Caucasian told you that as a Freemason and a Shriner, you can travel to foreign and district, distant lands. He led you to believe that you can go anywhere on this earth and be accepted. That is a lie. The majority of the Muslim country reject and forbid Shrinism. Now, one part he said, and I'm going to read y'all this from this article. I mean, the other thing. He said, a Christian told that you can uh, as a as a as, as a Freemason and Shriner, that you can travel the world and travel to different lands. And he said, and he believe, made you believe that you can go anywhere and be accepted, right? Check this out. Here's this. I put this article in there earlier from Black uh, from Black Pass as it was going down the thing, talking about Prince Hall, right? Let's go here. It says, due to the um, due to racism and segregation in the North. It was impossible for African-Americans to join the mainstream Masonic lodges into the 20th, the 20th century. Yet, because Prince Hall lodges were African-Americans, North American Grand Lodges denounced Prince Hall and Prince Hall Masons. Mm, what? Let's go back. What? Yet, Prince Hall Mason, Prince Hall lodges were African-Americans. North American lodges denounced Prince Hall lodges and Prince Hall masons, deeming them illegitimate and refusing to recognize their authority. Because y'all remember now that the Prince Hall mason, Prince Hall had to uh, hit up England 
and got their charter from the, or as they call a warrant or a charter from the mother lodge. Yes, the mother lodge, and we get into that as well. From England. Yeah, from England. So they didn't recognize that. So this is why they don't give a shit because they say, and they still today, I can play you a clip right, to, right now. These white boys that say they don't look at them as being legitimate because the way they got their charter and the way they was brought in, they still don't look at them as being legitimate. And this is what this thing is talking about. Okay, here, let's keep going. Until 1865, most Prince Hall lodges were in the north. But but because you remember now, the North supposed to be where you had to run to go get free at. So, you know, you know damn well down in the South, they wasn't shit. You weren't finna drunk because they didn't look at you as Herman B because you still was slavery was prominent at, right? So it was saying before 1865, because the Emancipation, uh, Emancipation Proclamation wasn't um, so-called signed to 1863. And then officially slavery was abolished in 1865. So that's why they give you that number. You see, but after the Civil War, black masonry quickly spread across the South, often led by Northern born, Northern, damn, I'm getting tired, Tom. <laughs> Northern born Masons who became active in the Reconstruction population. So how it spread it because of the people in the North who was born up there, who were Masons, started bringing it down here to the South. Check it out. From reconstructions until the 1900s, Prince Hall Masonry remained a largely <clears throat> remained largely uh, prestigious, but but a small fraternity. In the early 20th century, the members membership rapidly expanded, less lessening. God damn, I can't talk. <laughs> lessening uh, uh, ostensibly. All. Although all Masonic lodges today are theoretically racially integrated. Here we go, y'all. Although Masonic lodges today are theoretically, it's only a theory, if they're racially integrated, white grand lodges in Mississippi, Florida, Arkansas, Louisiana, South Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, and West Virginia still, you hear me? Listen, check this out. Those those words here are important. Still, do not recognize Prince Hall lodges lodge members as legitimate masons. I had to try to sound like I'm French or something, y'all, or something like that. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be. But y'all heard that. Although all Masonic lodges today are theoretically like that damn, um, what's that damn thing, y'all? That um, evolution shit they be talking about. It's a theory, a scientific theory, just like they said here. Theoretically, they said racial, racial, uh, racially integrated lodges, white lodges in Mississippi, Florida, Arkansas, lose all these southern states, the South. That old, good old goddamn South, redneck-ass South, still don't recognize Prince Hall Grand Lodge members as legitimate Masons. Nevertheless, the Prince Hall Masons include tens of thousands of Blacks and non-Black throughout the United States, Canada, Barbados, and Liberia. And I was listening at this video with this white guy who was saying this. 
they don't still recognize you. And that was, I was trying to talk to one of my young brothers about this shit. And as he was telling me that, no, man, see, brother, that, that, that was back then, bro. That was back then. It's different now. See, they coming to us now because they, they losing, you know, losing. Now they coming to us. And as I tried to explain to my brother, brother, that's how they always done. Look, look at it. They came to us in Greek, in the Greeks, came to us and sat at the foot of the brothers and sisters in the Nile Valley and learned. That's how they built the Greece. That's how they got the knowledge in, in Rome. And because they sat at the foot of us, then and learned. Then, you know, the Moors at that time went in there, the dog ages in. And, and, and as the Moors say, they enlightened them, taught them, built the stuff in Spain, taught their asses, and they kicked them out. Then they kicked them out. Going back to Kemet, I forgot, I forgot that. Even when we, they learned from us in Kemet, they took over the Ptolemaic period, Alexander, and all of that shit. They always sit at you. So even today, brother, when you come and saying that, it ain't like that no more, brother. They coming to us now. We ain't, like, he was like, guess he was trying to say, we ain't got to go to them. They coming to us. Yeah, because they forgetting shit. You always the light for them. We always the light for them, that beacon light for them. So don't be dismayed and thinking it's some cool when they come to you. Because it's always be when they come to you and they learn from you, they're going to take your shit over and kick your black ass out. They always done it. They say history best reward those who research it. Don't be so blinded by the light. And that's what it is. Like I said, our brothers are blinded by the. the slow it down. Sunray. They blinded by that light. Is they call the light, the knowledge. They, see, they, they caught up in the glimmer, level, the glimmer and the glamour of the compass in the square and how they look with those, you know, in their uniform and they, they aprons. They caught up by that. They blinded by that goddamn light. Even Dr. York even said it. Light can blind. Light can be good. Fire and light. It can be good to help you see through the darkness. It can, like fire can be good for even fire because it, it, it gives the um, illusion of light. It can give off, you can use like fire for something that can warm your food up and give off light in, in darkness, up and all that stuff. But it also can burn your goddamn house down. Even as light, if you can have light, I can flick on, I got the lamp in my office now. I got the light on. I can flick it on. I can see how to, you know, read the books and do what I need to do in here. But if I look directly into that goddamn light bulb, it'll blind the hell out of me. So light can be good depending on how you use it. So a lot of y'all have been given this illusionary light by these Europeans and that bullshit that they have established today. And y'all don't even know the, the ramification of how, even how they got into this shit. Now they made it up and what it was for. So when you talk about where black people always been Mason, brother, it's the, oh, see, y'all see, say that silly shit that it's the, the oldest fraternity known to man. To who? Whose fraternity? Known to what fucking man? What man? So you try to say, go, it go back to Kemet. Freemasonry don't go back to Kemet. That name, you take it, that fucking name don't go back. 
That bullshit y'all got today don't go back because Kimmy didn't have no Bible. Uh-oh, you can't say that lie. You talking about Freemasons, the, the oldest fraternity known to man. You're a goddamn lie. Because they didn't have a fucking Bible. They didn't have a Quran. Y'all got the fucking on y'all altar. You got the Bible and the Quran on your altars. So how in the fuck you going to lie and bring that shit back to Kemet? You can't take it. Where in Africa had the Bible and the Quran on their fucking altars? You need that. Because this, you, 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 you want to be. And I tell you, and I looked at something, sisters and brothers. I told y'all how they still, they got to do this because I'm supposed to be playing for the Steve Coke. Let me pull Steve Coke up there. He going to go into the boule. Yeah, priest. <laughs> thank you, my brother. Priest to you. Got the man. We got to, we got to, we got to get rid of this ignorant shit. I've just looked at this by, looked at the time, brother. My bad. I thought I had the chat room. I got the other thing going. But we got to, we got to bring this out. We got to bring this out because it's too much silly shit. And I'm going to tell y'all something, and brother. Well, y'all like me to say this shit tonight. I, 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 look, like they say, man, in the nation, you just say, teach hard, brother ministers. Teach hard. We got to teach hard. We got to tell the truth. See, some of us, man, we don't want to hear the fucking truth. If it offend you, I'm sorry. But we say, I want to know the truth. The truth ain't the, the truth ain't always pretty. The, the, the truth don't come a nice pretty package it don't come with a nice pretty bow on it it don't it don't come like that you know it the, look the truth don't come with diamonds all in it platinum the truth can come ugly even a diamond i mentioned a diamond the diamond is like what they say it's like a a, a hunk of black coal until somebody take it and they shape it and they mold it and then they make it that precious stone Huh? A baby when it even come out the womb, look at it. Look at the baby when it come out. And look at it. They gotta wipe it down and get all the, you know. <laughs> y'all know, y'all seen the baby. Y'all seen the baby when it come out. Uh-huh. Even in the baby in the womb, it looked like a tadpole, look like a look like a, a space alien or something. And when it's in the womb in its first couple of stages until it evolved. Uh, that, that's the real evolution right there. Until it evolved to that, that beautiful baby when it comes out. And then they finally wipe it down and get it clean. And they hand it to the mother. And she's sitting there nursing it. The boy or girl. And it's beauty then. But this truth ain't always pretty when it's delivered. So don't worry about how a brother delivered it. Just look at it and take it and see it for what it's worth. <laughs> but we got to say this, brothers, because we wonder why, again, we talk about why we can't unite, why we, we can't get nowhere, because we got to start looking at these goddamn so-called black organizations. We truly have to look at these organizations and look and wonder for the betterment of who are they for? I got to say that one more time, sisters and brothers. For the betterment of who are they truly for? What they say? Who you with? Y'all remember that? Who did Lil John or something? Who you with? Who you with? I think that was Lil John. Shit, I forgot. But who you with? Who they with? Who are they truly with? I should have forgot to read that. Because even with this thing of Prince Hall, Talking about this 
bringing us into society and, you know, making us, and as they say, all of this shit, man, making society better for, it's still, it's like that assimilation thing I keep talking about. And Brother Amos Wilson even talked about assimilation. And that's what it is. It's, it's assimilation. It just, and I, and, I, and I hate to use them, but they did. I, I think they didn't know no better. And I think it, it, it's sisters and brothers, we thinking that, like they talk about immigration. You force yourself on them. If we force ourselves on them, they will change how they treat us. So even with our brothers like the um, Tuskegee Airmen who went and fought in the wars, they thought that if they fight in this war and help them to go against these other countries who they deem as the enemy, whether it was Japan, Tokyo, where is this Iran today, if we fight in this war and help them, they they will accept us. They 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 will like us a little bit because we helped them to keep the freedom in America. How long has that been working, sisters and brothers? Hmm? How long we've been trying that shit and 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 have it worked? Have it worked? We still saying, ain't giving us no justice, no peace. We've been fighting since the Revolutionary War with them. They've been fighting since the Civil War them. We've been fighting since World War One, World War Two, and goddamn it, it'd be World War Three. And, and and will they still respect you? I would say, hail to the Nizal. Hail to the Nizal. They still would not look at you and ever um, say you on the level with them. Never will you be on the level with them. Especially when you're in something that they create. Look, sisters and brothers, if you want to create a, a sacred society, I, I use that term, sacred society, why don't you establish something for yourself? And you can stick with your African culture, your African, your true traditions. Huh? If you're going to do something. And I'll give you an example. I know a lot of people didn't like Dr. York, and I, I know it, I know it. But even Dr. York, they say he made up, he was making up something. Well, a black man can't make up something? Huh? It's wrong for a black man to make up something and utilize with other black folks. But white folk can make up shit all the time. They good makeup artists. Well, you know, they take a little shit too. But, but when they make up shit and, and make it for white folk, we nobody say nothing. But when a black man make up something and try to make it for black folks to have and they can have something for themselves, it's a problem. It's a problem. He made that shit up. Just And I go right here. The masonry again. I hear brothers saying this ignorant shit. Excuse my English. You talk about Dr. York, even when they had the Masonic Lodge, Nawabian Lodge down there. He clandestine. He's a clandestine. He ain't real. Well, I tell y'all what I remember because I was in the Nawabian Nation at that time. I didn't join the Masonic Lodge. I didn't join that. I was in the AEO, ancient Egyptian order. Totally different. But here's something. Because we were staying with Kemet, baby. We were staying with Kemet. But here's something. Dr. York even made the statement that 
we don't need to ask England for no charter. Because that with everything we have, we taught them. Why should I ask you for permission when I taught you? So you're like, no, no, why, why, why should we have to ask them for permission? They got what they got from you, which is true. It, it's, it's just like my Moorish brothers. I'm not trying to beat up on y'all, but I got to say this, though. We got to ask no motherfucker for no, file no paperwork for no sovereignty. You're going to ask the mother, every motherfucker who put you in and took your sovereignty. Now you got to go write some paper and ask him, can you have your sovereignty back? You still begging. You still begging. The nigga ain't finna do nothing for you. <laughs> oh man. Woo boy. What they say, sister and brother, you can't ask for no fucking freedom. You got to take it. America ain't asking nobody else to can we can we please keep our freedom? They say no, we trying to like like Trump them when they killed dude Soleimani, whatever his damn name was. They said, look, he's trying to take our freedom. He's what? Trying to um we worried about American freedom. We worried about our sovereignty, and he's a threat to American security. So we're gonna take it. We took him out with the drone. Don't ask us no goddamn questions because we ain't gonna answer none. So we did we did what we did because he was trying to take our freedom. Hmm. They don't. They don't ask no mother sucker. Can can they just gonna look? They gonna fight to keep their fucking freedom. But anyway, so Doctor York had a couple of things. I remember he had the Sons of the Green Light, the ancient mystic order of Melchizedek, a lot of those things. And but when he tapped into Masonic organization, he's like, man, we're gonna stab. We ain't gotta ask them. We established our own grand lodge. And he tried to link up with a, some Prince Hall Masons. Everybody saying he's clandestine, clandestine. I, I remember that. And so even today, and I, and I hear our brothers saying this, and I go back and I tell y'all brothers, oh, you legit, right? Because England, England, your mammy, England, y'all might sound being disrespectful. I don't give a fuck if I fuck them. Your mama, England, which is they say is the mother lodge. You can go to, to the website and look at the mother lodge in England, and you can see some Prince Hall um charters and you can see what what they are recognized it said they they recognize so if you ain't recognized by the mother lodge in england you got to be recognized now so if they ain't recognizing you especially if you ain't a prince hall you ain't legit you ain't legit mc hammer you ain't too legit to quit you ain't legit so by by since dr york and anybody else right who open a lodge and they don't, they are not recognized under that charter or, or even with Prince, because they said there's some uh, 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 clandestine or illegitimate Prince Hall lodges. Hmm. Because they ain't recognized by the Mother Lodge in, in, in England. They mammy. They called the Mother Lodge. I can say that shit. Fuck them. See, this is the shit we got to get out of. See, still again, you looking for legitimacy. That's why I put in here today by your slave, by your oppressor. He still got to legitimize you. And I seen a brother I was working with once claiming to be a he, well, he said he was 30, 33rd degree. You know, we and him used to always go at it because I was 
wearing this backside out. No homosexual shit, y'all. No homosexual. I'm just saying. And we say, it's just figures. <laughs> As I was whooping him and teaching him, really, about Kemet. Put that shit down. Come on home to Egypt. You want to say, come on home? Come on home to Kemet, baby. Let's go back to the masters, the real grand architect. Not no goddamn hiring a biff, but the real grand ar- architect, uh, M. Hotel. Oh, that's what your grand man. See, y'all, see, again, my brothers that's in that crowd, y'all want to talk about uh, 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 the grand architect, hiring a biff. I even asked the brother who supposed to be in the crowd. He didn't even know who the fuck Hiram Biff was. But you call you. <laughs> Woo. You're blinded by the light. You're blinded by the light. But you don't even know. You're talking about, well, see, we, what, first of all, we going back into our African heritage. No, you ain't. Because if you calling on the goddamn Hiram Biff, instead of the real grandmaster, M. Hotel, you ain't dealing with Africa, baby. You ain't dealing with Africa. Just because you might put on a little hunk. Hell, the white folk got hunks on. Strippers in the strip club with fucking hunks on their neck. That don't, that don't make them... <laughs> the damn it, That don't make them a part of the... Oh, man. Let me play some Steve Coakley right fast, man. Let me let me play some Steve Coakley. They're going into this boule thing. Oh, yeah, they asses too. The visors to the king. They all in cahoots. Whether it's the, the Boule, the Prince Hall Masons, NAACP, all the motherfuckers, Urban League. That's why, brothers and sisters, you and I, I never get whatever we said, freedom, justice, and truly equality of opportunity. That's what it is, truly equality. We, this thing that we want, we're always going to be under control of the true colonizers of this country. And what their forefathers established, because the fake, phony ass, so-called black fucking organizations who claim to be a part of African culture, standing on the shoulders of their ancestors. Like I said, if you're standing on the shoulders of your ancestors, you crazy ass Negroes, y'all holding your ancestors down in the grave. You making sure they don't rise up. That's the shoulder. You, that's what your shoulder's doing. Making sure they don't get up. But you ain't standing on the shoulders of them trying to uphold our culture, our heritage, and make sure we all walk in the light of the sun as we're supposed to truly do. Hmm? Said we're supposed to walk in the light of the sun so we can <laughs> walk in the light of the sun so the sun can see us at all times. Y'all understand that one later. We need to shine. We get back to our culture, our heritage, our thing. We don't need they shit. We are truly the light of the world. We shine when don't nobody else shine. That's why everybody look to your culture. They look to you to get their music. White folks are all in hip hop. Who's the number one consumers of hip hop? Huh? Hello? Uh, everything, sisters and brothers, they come to you for everything. Let me get the Dr. Steve Coakley in here, brothers and sisters. Oh, where that thing go? Where we go? Let, let, let's, let's Steve Coakley break this stuff down. Let me see. Oh. Let me see. Let me see. Make sure I got it. Hey, welcome to Southern California KPFK, brother Steve Coakley. Hey, good evening, brother. One of our great researchers that have exposed the boule, a phenomenon that most of us in the movement never knew about until you can't brought 
took the uh, sheets off of these Negro Klan members and explained to us what the Boule is all about. So what we'd like you to do is tell us the history of the Boule, who the Boule are, the origins, and the relationship to the ruling class. Thank you, brother. Uh, one, I would uh, thank you for uh, hosting me and my friends here and appreciate you and all your company. Uh, everybody's excessively intense, and that is the demand of the day. Um, this secret society, this black, this particular black secret society that we'll talk about today is the first of the black Greek societies started in 1904. And that word that you said, boule, is actually an acronym. It's a Sigma Pi Phi, Sigma Pi Phi, 1904 in Philadelphia. And for most of our people, uh, we are not prepped to the responsibility of secret society in the American society. Mm -hmm. And this founding constitution, this illegal criminal enterprise, was a Masonic affair. And uh, a masonry is a form of secret society. There are other well-known secret societies like Skull and Bones at Yale, of which this corrupt president and his father were members of. And it is that society that the black society modeled itself after. So when they wrote their first history book, The History of Sigma Pi Phi, by a very noted black author, university president Charles Wesley, who wrote the history book for the Elks, the Prince Hall Masons, uh, National Council of Negro Women, Alpha Phi Alpha, and Sigma Pi Phi. And as a result, in there, in page 28 of its first history book, it noted that it wanted to be like Skull and Bones at Yale. It was right here in Los Angeles at the Good Life on a Friday night. If you remember this time, the NAACP had a convention here, and LeGrand Cleek and Marla Gibbs were accused of making inflammatory statements. Working with Dr. Graham's book, The Mannequin Line Motif. Yes. That weekend, the Boule was meeting here, July mm. of 1990. They were having their twice every other year, uh, every other year convention, biannual. And it was a front page article in the LA Times by Karen Gridsby Gates, who uh, denoted that these elite black men were meeting in Los Angeles at this time. That was the first. I remember sending someone to the car to bring it in, and we read it from the stage of the Boule on July 18th, the day the story appeared, front page LA Times. And I thought it was unusual that the LA Times knew of this society, and I didn't know of them. Now, for our audience to understand, I'm starting off trying to explain to black people the impact of international policy groups like the Trilateral Commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, when the bankers began to take over the American cities in the 70s, New York 75, Cleveland 77, Chicago 79, and here in California, they used Proposition 13 to suck up the surplus out the budget, and bankers began to take over from municipalities the governing of the cities. Mm -hmm. And as I was scratching, I could not figure out how was there such black complicity in this centralization of worldwide power, the new world order. Uh, it's on the dollar bill, pyramid by white men who never built one, mm -hmm. never saw one, mm -hmm. but they emulated this symbol. And now comes a series of societies, and now comes forth this black one in 1904. As we began to read deeper, it had another analogy in the story to Skull and Bones. It wasn't until we got the history book that the analogy that looked happenstantial in the story in the L.A. Times was actually deeper 
uh, in the actual history book where they drew attention to Skull and Bones. It denoted that W.E.B. Du Bois was a member, and it began to describe uh, people, uh, influential people in the present-day society. And historically, uh, our uh, university, historically by college presidents, are primarily coming out of this uh, advisors to the king. And that word, that boule word, can be looked up in a encyclopedia. Well, now people don't use them. They use Internet. And that's a dangerous thing, a dangerous dependency. But boule, B-O-U-L-E, the Greek version. There's a French version that's a coming together, a conclave, the AKA called their convention, the boule. But the Greek word is what we're looking for, the advisors to the king. The lower house of the Greek parliament is called boule. Mm -hmm. And if you know the American congressional system, Senate, six years, more power, authority, only 100. Two per state, Congress, 435, have to run every two years. Your lower house has less power and authority. So it appears as if in finding the boule that within it was a subordination to something else. And in its history book, it drew attention. Here's a logo. And this is a, uh, their logo is a Grecian sphinx. It's an animal. And this Grecian sphinx is similar to a griffin or a gargoyle. Kind of ironically, the Boulay had their convention in Los Angeles in 1941. And where else? Griffin Park. And this, this logo, this symbol is a guardian animal. This would be similar to a Rockweiler or a dog or a German Shepherd. They tend to protect something higher than itself. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I went to Howard University, for instance, and a number of African so-called Greek societies, fraternities, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well as in our community, there's a number of secret, semi-secret organizations. How is the Boule different than the numerous fraternities and groups in our community? What is the relationship to the ruling class? Father, son. Mm -hmm. Uh, The uh, nine, nine make up the axis of the Black Greek dynasty. There are four male societies, four female societies, and the Boule make the ninth one. Mm -hmm. They're the first, 1904, series the alphas uh, uh I, i'm not uh, versed in the exact order but i i have all of their history books mm-hmm. and uh each of them draw attention to things where they got their ritual from the deltas uh draw attention to freemasonry said our ritual came from mary church terrell mm-hmm. whose husband robert terrell was head of the masonic lodge in washington dc mm-hmm. mary church terrell mary church is the daughter of the first black millionaire in america Robert Church of Memphis, Tennessee, huge mausoleum to him there. Those societies, uh, those four male, those four female, and the boule tend to make up a a aristocracy. We talked in the park about the 10%, uh, not, not in the sense of us in exclusivity, but them in the terms of deputizing 10% of the population to assure that the 90% never catch on. And it's very important to know that if you look to Alpha Phi Alpha website, there's alphas, uh, kappas, Qs, and Phi Beta Sigma. There's uh, Zeta Phi Beta, Delta Sigma Theta, AKA, and Delta, uh, I'm missing somebody, uh, Sigma Gamma Rho. Uh, if you look to, say, the Alpha website, they brag about being 95% of all black lawyers. Mm-hmm. Now, if the alphas are 95% of the black lawyers, what does that leave the kappas, the Qs? Okay, now we're in the 90s. They claim to be uh, uh, 65% of the black accountants, uh, the lawyers, the doctors dominating. And it may be that our professions are dominated by people in the Greek societies. At Howard, there was a student that I tried to help get a doctorate in engineering, very exclusive about giving them out. 
If you get one, you're set for life. Morgan State, Howard are very exclusive. Took big money from governments to make engineers, but the brothers weren't, they weren't coming out. And when we got deeply involved, uh, we found how close-knit, how selective the professional process is. So he ended up at the patent office. He was a kappa. He said, we have 15 blacks, one female, 14 brothers, and all 14 of us are kappas. Only kappas going to get in here. And, and there are jobs all over where we think we're applying for something fair and open. But I would suggest that the ruling class recognized this was a very significant period, Didon, when they decided that they would give a college degree mm-hmm. to a person of African ancestry in America who, after Reconstruction, should have been pretty pissed off. Mm-hmm. And so they were very weak about to Africans in America. Only 2,000. So there was this thing they went through, a a born man versus the made man. The born man, the king and the queens of Europe, uh, had to deputize people to colonize the lands, the Columbuses Mm -hmm. and the uh, Cecil Rhodeses who went to Africa. They weren't the aristocracy, but they fought to be gladiators and colonists and explorers. The Lewis and Clark, who were masons, uh, these men used the societies to advance the wishes of the ruling class, and they set up a system, a circle within a circle, within another circle, each circle protected the circle within it. Mm -hmm. So when you look to that Boule logo, you see there's an urn, there's an animal with the wing of of the bird, the tail of a lion, and, and it's got an urn, and it's got its paw over the urn, and it says in the history book number two by Hobart Jarrett, that in the urn are the names of the people who are chosen to lead the state, which suggests that part of the society function is not to make known who the people of power and authority are. And one of their most serious indictments to this society is what they were used to do against Marcus Garvey. Could you explain that, please? Marcus Garvey, who began to surge for Africa, the Negro was breaking free, doesn't have a good reason to get with the white American establishment. You're right, you're right. They don't have a good reason. They're not getting paid. They just <laughs> built the country, got set free, didn't get the 40 acres and the mule, right. got reconstructed when they began to move into the southern houses and the Senate. They got reconstructed and knocked back. So there's disarray in our community. And this is before the industrial cities of Chicago and others began to have steel and, and uh, cow, what do you call it, uh, the stock markets. Uh, not the, These are cattle, not, mm-hmm. not uh, bonds, mm-hmm. uh, where people began to work in the South, fled to the North to work factories. And mm-hmm. Robert Abbott, mm-hmm. who was a boule man from Chicago, Chicago Defender, who it was a period when all the black editors were brought into Washington and told that they would have cracked down on Marcus Garvey and their newspapers were not to be used, the Pittsburgh Courier, Chicago Defender, the Afro-American in Baltimore and Washington. All of these are Boulay families, the advisors to the king, this this group. So when Marcus Garvey came, uh, whites began to think that maybe assimilation is better. Maybe we can escalate. Let's not let these go. Maybe they don't seem too pissed off about all of this. Maybe they'll forgive these things we did to their ancestors, and maybe we can trick them, uh, have a little, want some more. Maybe. So as Garvey began to move, they began to see that a Harlem Renaissance could have been necessary, that they could then attract Africans in America in the literature and science and the arts and poetry. And when he said back to Africa, he's trying to get to Liberia. So our, our Moton, 
who was a big boule man from Tuskegee University who replaced Booker T. Washington. R.R. Moulton became a spy for the U.S. government to coordinate the program against Marcus Garvey in America. We have declassified documents uh, that came out in uh, 1993. The uh, Memphis Commercial Appeal did the story about Martin King, Kwame Ture. A lot of things came out about spying. Well, in that, which did not make the public press when we actually filed for the documents, there was R.R. Moton telling Von Demond at military intelligence, don't tell anyone what I'm going to tell you about what Marcus Garvey said last night in Harlem, mm -hmm. you know, and the letters marked confidential. And, of course, eventually R.R. Uh, Moton, who went to Liberia, was given $5 million to form a committee to keep Marcus Garvey out of Liberia. He never made it. He wanted to get there bad. Mm -hmm. They put $5 million, $5 million in 1919, man, this is, this is $50 million, $100 million today. Inconceivable. And they rewarded R.R. Moton for trying to undermine Marcus Garvey. He got the first, check this deep, he got the first black veterans hospital in the United States mm -hmm. at Tuskegee. Mm -hmm. And then what did they give him for reward? Syphilis. Mm -hmm. You see the reward? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. he got something. But what they got was bad, yeah, you know, yeah, what they yeah. gave him, you know. So let me ask you, so in essence, what you're saying is that the boule represents the buffer class, the petty bourgeois, the compador buffer class that manages Africa's workers, peasants, students, and middle class in many ways, mm -hmm. and are paid well for that. And they receive their direct orders from the European capitalist class. Yes, if you were to look to today, Break where Boulay members Break like Vernon Jordan, who is uh, managing director of Goldman Sachs, he took Bill Clinton to his first Bilderberger meeting in 1971. The black man took the white man from Arkansas to the big international meeting. Mm -hmm. Vernon Jordan, former head of the Urban League, who groomed Ron Brown, uh, who then went on to become secretary of, uh, uh, of uh, commerce, killed in a plane crash, mm -hmm. murdered, mm -hmm. um, because Boule are considered domestic. Martin King was Boule. Look at the relationship between Martin and Kwame over going against the war. You don't hear anybody in the African Center community primarily against the war. Down, They're basically Steve, accepting down. it or looking for what they try to get when whites are passing out things like, you know, a grant here, this or that. They don't appear to be focused on that that money that's being wasted, those billions of dollars. You see, uh, African, the African African community Af African support the war? They are not. No, no, no. I'm just saying they are not. Uh, pushing against the war. Yeah. Say way Martin King, when April 4th of 67, one year before he was yeah. killed to the day, when he came out of Riverside Church with Kwame in a shirt and tie in the front row, mm -hmm. waiting to hear, because he calls it, you got to mm -hmm. hear this. He comes out against the war. Boule men are told to be domestic, not international. Mm -hmm. Mickey Leland was Sigma Pi Five. Wait a minute, fam. Let me bag it up just a little bit. Pay attention to this. And see, do you hear some of these Negroes out here today? And I'm calling the Negroes the ones who are supposed to be in so-called leadership today. Your Al's, your Jesses, and and whoever else. See, do they come out and say this? And now pay attention to what he said right here, though. Uh, of uh, commerce, killed in a plane crash, mm -hmm. murdered. Mm -hmm. um, because Boule are considered domestic. Martin King was Boule. Look at the relationship between Martin and Kwame over going against the war. You don't hear anybody in the African Center community primarily against the war. Mm -hmm. They're basically accepting it or looking for what they try to get when 
rights of passing out things like, you know, a grant here, this, that they don't appear to be focused on that, that money that's being wasted, those billions of dollars. You uh, see, African, the African community support the war? They are not. No, no, no. I'm just saying they are not uh, pushing the war. Yeah. Say way Martin King, when April 4th of 67, one year before he was yeah. killed to the day. When he came out of Riverside Church with Kwame in a shirt and tie in the front row, mm -hmm. waiting to hear, because he calls and you got to mm -hmm. hear this. He comes out against the war. Boule men are told to be domestic, not international. Mm -hmm. Mickey Leland was Sigma Pi Phi. Mm -hmm. He tried to stop a starvation going on in Ethiopia, Somalia. He, his plane crashes into the mountain. Congressman from Texas, mm -hmm. he dies. Uh, Ron Brown. Uh, yeah, Martin King, yeah, no question, Martin King uh, became international, and that became his biggest sin. He was financed by some of the greatest foundations America ever had to offer. Mm -hmm. But if they get beyond the defined limit, mm -hmm. then there's trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In terms of young people today who are on college campuses who want to join fraternities and sororities, what is your advice? It's interesting, the movie Stomp the Yard. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was an interesting attempt to try to reconstruct the options because they are catching hell in the streets. There is a rise of comedic-centered, African-centered societies that are repudiations of Greeks. And this is on the rise on many of the campuses around the country. Uh, and many of those fraternities and sororities like the American military were finding reduced numbers, questions of hazing and brutality. And see, that's an important thing about a secret society is the initiation or the ritual, which is an act of submission. Mm -hmm. I would never want anyone to underestimate when someone goes on that line and they beat them or they make them do things or unusual things or ridicule them that that act is an act of submission, and that's mm -hmm. very essential to keeping a secret society in order. How do you command that subordination? Mm -hmm. And uh, that, uh, so for today, when they're on the campuses, they see the Boule. If you look to the Boule Journal, you can look up uh, Sigma Pi Phi dot net. You can hit up my website, stevecoakley.com, and then you can link into their website. Uh, you look at their Boule Journal, you see what they play up there, the head of everything, they're announcing every key position they have, they're the advisor to every person, every corporation, uh, they're the black head of American Express, you know, we can just walk on down the line of those that roles were theirs and only theirs, no one got past, you know, I noticed the Harold Washington. Our black mayors were uniquely Boulay, Andy Young when he was Atlanta, Dinkins when he was New York, Bradley when he was Los Angeles. But none of those men were able to groom their man. Mm -hmm. So Bradley was mayor 20 years, but didn't have Bradley, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Jenkins couldn't turn it over to anybody. Then white folk walked and beat on his door to run him out. Uh, 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 different cities. Now, Detroit, Coleman Young was not a Boule member. Mm -hmm. Harold Washington was not a Boule member. Mm -hmm. And the relationship between the uh, white financial firms and Harold Washington was uniquely different than it was with men who were more trusted. Brother Steve. Yeah, it just made me think about something we had talked about. You know, um, as a young brother in Chicago, really uh, wanting to get involved in the movement, um, when I came back from college, there there were various options was uh, in Chicago and um, you know, the black politics uh, at 75 was still dominated by Mayor Daley, uh, Ralph Metcalf, who was the first person to break away, who's assistant was Harold Washington, who eventually became the mayor. That first congressional district, which Bobby Rush, former Black Panther, is the mm -hmm. congressman in now. Um, that that district, uh, we had Haki Mahabuti there. Uh, Bobby Wright was on the west side. Um, 
um, the NAACP, the Urban League. Uh, Roger Mohammed. Uh, yes, yeah, I was going to say, Minister actually came to Chicago just a couple of years later when the when Elijah Muhammad died, and uh, he was brought in from New York, and then stripped by Wallace D, and he stayed in Chicago. Uh, uh, well, that period of coming back, there was not a lot of things to get involved in. As I'm scratching, I, I found a book, a none dare call it conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So white, right wing kind of guy book. And it says sometimes some things about us are communists or something. Uh, but I looked through that and I saw relationships with General Electric and Exxon Mobil. And, and I looked at all and these relationships I started to research. It wasn't until I found them in Chicago that Chicago accepted what I was trying to say. We used to have one radio show came on WJPC, Johnson Publishing, mm-hmm. who is Boulay, Ebony Jet, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Vernon Jarrett was the host of the show, who I didn't know was head of the Boulay at that time, Chicago Tribune columnist, uh, started AXO for the NAACP. And one day I called in and I was trying to explain some of this stuff and he cut me off. He said, we're not going to have any of that. I didn't know he was Boulay. Uh, when I ended up becoming special assistant to the mayor, the other special assistant was Erwin France, who was head of model cities under Mayor Daly. He was an alpha like the mayor, they buddies, all of this and that. But I was a threat to him. But I didn't know at that time he was head of the boule. It wasn't until later. That's when I went to my friends, my African-centered friends in Chicago, say, hey, man, I'm researching these white folks. And I think I found the black folks connected to the white folks. And then I started finding Black folks' names, African-centered black folks' names. Uh, Jay Carruthers, you know, and that's Jay Carruthers, my hero in Chicago. He's he's in a group with Bobby and Conrad and Bob Starks, a lot of people, I, Anderson Thompson, people I love. I, he, he said, man, we got to talk. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I started looking up other names. I saw Asa Hilliard's name. And, I, and so I felt that as I began to get deeper into this relationship, I began to notice that my African centered friends were less happy about me getting to the bottom of this. And they wanted to focus me on, I remember they taking me in a room to work for Bobby Wright. I remember them taking me in the research room and put this map of the United States. And they had all these little pin boards on Montana, Utah, Wyoming. So now we want you to focus on these guys. I said, well, what bank do they run? And I was trying to say that the first national bank of Chicago was Chase Manhattan because mm-hmm. the guy left Chase came to Chicago, took it over. Well, time came. First National Bank of Chicago merged with Bank One of Ohio. They merged with the National Bank of Detroit. That's the region. They all merged with Chase, who had just merged with J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. And now Rockefeller got the banks from New York all the way to Chicago, nonstop. Every one of them locked down. But the Chicago was resistant to accepting this focus. See, why aren't our people focused on ExxonMobil? Why are no protests against high-ass mm-hmm. oil prices, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I make my children know who's on the boards of all these corporations, the private equity firms that own all of the stock, Vanguard, Wellington, uh, Global, Barclay Global. Uh, these companies are obscure to our community. Mm-hmm. We're not knowing. We're not focusing on the white supremacy that's coming at us. The Klan is not a threat to our African community. They're not coming in the neighborhood, but Chase and 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 Goldman Sachs and Lazard Ferrez and uh, Standard & Poor's and Moody's, uh, obscure bond rating companies that can control cities that our people don't, don't mess with, you know. Mm-hmm. I showed in Chicago and uh, Cincinnati, which had a, one of the best boycotts Boy, of any right, city. Right. It is, I mean, it was, and it still went on just last weekend. They tried to come back with a big festival. Mary J. Blige pulled out, some more people pulled out, kind of made it lose money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but there 
in Cincinnati, we targeted we targeted uh, uh, three people: the Taft family, which runs the state, Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. Taft family still today. The gov was just left as governor. Uh, we uh, targeted Procter and Gamble, and we targeted Carl Linder, who owned Chiquita Bananas. Mm-hmm. And when we got through harassing Chiquita Bananas, some of our friends at the radio station there had stopped. $119 a share. When we finished with him, it went to $5.40 a share, and he sold Chiquita. Now, what I'm trying to say is there's a vulnerability in America that has not been exercised by our community because our secret societies have been pledged never to tell us those vulnerabilities. They work for them. They patch them. They protect them. They act like they don't exist, but they serve them, mm-hmm. and they never utter against them even never whispered to us. Mm-hmm. If you saw on that boule tape when we were there messing at the convention, mm-hmm. I told my buddies, we're not here to recruit them. We don't want them to be better brothers. We want to warn them that if they're the guard dog on white supremacy, when we jump the fence, what you going to do? You're going to mm-hmm. bite, you're going to fight, or you're going to run out and let us get to who we after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how do we get to who we after when we got all this wing and wang out here, all this distraction, mm-hmm. all this misfocusing, and then is their complicity in our community. When some people killed Martin King, when some people killed Malcolm X, did that neutralize our present leadership mm-hmm. who are byproducts of assassination? Mm-hmm. Did this put us in a bind? Do we have a lot of old paper out there that white folks work when they want to to keep us in a bind that we don't seem to talk back? Mm-hmm. How can they make $10 billion in 90 days mm-hmm. in an oil company that was broken up when a white woman attacked them in 1911, Tarbell? They broke them companies up in Standard Oils. And then they brought them all back together. Exxon got with Mobile, Chevron got back with Texaco, and all the things Rockefeller broke up got put back together. Let me ask you a question. So would you say, because it seems to me the common denominator of all the corporations in the system you're talking about is capitalism slash imperialism. So that in fact, organizations that are anti-capitalist as a, as a theoretical formulation and specifically target these multinational corporations, oligarchies, that is the path of liberation for African people, and destruction of this economic and political system. And maybe that's why also in this historical period we exist today, you find that very few so-called African nationalist or progressive organizations are anti-capitalist. In fact, what they're saying is we want to be part of the system as opposed to attack capitalism, but we want black capitalists instead of European capitalists. And you know, it's the one thing we have to be careful for as time has progressed. The If you were to go to Toybean Hall in London when they created social work, Mm-hmm. When the rich felt it was necessary to infiltrate the poor so that they aspired through the tentacles of the rich that had mm-hmm. been spread out amongst them, that if you fought capitalism all day and you ended up not fighting the social service network, you would find there's another aspect that might not even pledge to be capitalist at all, might pledge to be helping the people. But most of the so- social service network are either financed by nonprofits, yes. churches, foundations, yes. the state. Yes. Cultural yes. affairs departments yes. of different, I mean, yes. different cities, some uni- I mean, we can go down a whole list right. of funding sources. Right. So in the final analysis, if we go after the capitalist system as a theoretical formulation, but pinpoint, as you say, with laser here, focus the specific corporations as a category to be assessed, especially in terms of the impact upon African people, like you say, the poor is a standard and these multiple bond associations uh-huh. that finance or definance infrastructure in our communities. And as capital is now going to Iraq and Afghanistan to build their economic and social structure at the expense of ours. There is a web. There is a web. There's sports. There are the media. 
Mm-hmm. They're education. Mm-hmm. They're social service. Mm-hmm. They're astronauts. <laughs> They're the church. Right. They they are all of that. Right. They are right. the secret societies too. Yeah. And they right. all work in a loose knit fashion and they keep disagreements within a manageable limit. Let me just say a couple of things real quick. We've got about 60 seconds. Uh, and I want this you to Saturday, website. this Saturday, this Saturday at the FIBA Center, I'm going to give a free lecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Saturday, the uh, Los Angeles South Central Study Group, been meeting there for seven years, 10 a.m or 10.30 a.m. this Saturday at the FIBA Center on 57th and Crenshaw. September 11th, we're going to Washington, D.C. The adverse impact of 9-11 on the African-centered community must be articulated. We are faceless in the scheme of terrorism and uh, uh, misappropriated finances of Iraq, et cetera. Mm -hmm. This Saturday, 10 o'clock, stevecopley.com. You can reach me at area code 202 Two five six two zero nine seven. Area code two zero two two five. All right, my bad, I bad, I bad. I was man, I was into these books trying to <laughs> dig out some information, man. Yeah, man, but hey, right there, man. Uh, uh, disregard that last part. May the peace and blessings. I mean, the peace be upon the soul of uh, our good brother, man, Steve Coakley, who made his transition a couple of years ago, man, man. Woo, that brother, that man, Cole blooded cold-blooded man we got to pass keep on pushing on um like that brother was doing man and see that's that, that's what i'm saying brother we got to make unveil this bull crap we got to dig and 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 and, and get into this so our people can stop wondering why there come this how come this ain't happening how come that this because you looking at well you don't you're not looking at you don't know the, the players of the game. You, you, you can look at the basketball and you can tell all the players in the NBA, you can tell their stats and you can tell what they have accomplished and what they are accomplishing in the NBA. Even in football, you can tell the same thing. You can tell me some of the players, you can tell me their stats and what they are doing. But you can't tell us who's the people who's responsible and keeping us as a black nation of people in America, and it's just all around the world, but I'm going to deal with it right here in North America. The black people who is in cahoots, right, with those who trying to destroy us. Huh? They, 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 they got these Negroes that's out here in charge of keeping, trying to keep the rest of us in check, you know, <laughs> they, what they say the 10 percenters as the honorable Elijah Muhammad said those 10 percenters as you go into what Steve, brother Steve Coakley was talking about the 10 percenters the boule understand the boule and what they call themselves the talented 10th 10th the 10th the 10 percent goes back into what honorable Elijah Muhammad said the 10 the, the, the talented 10th is on their website that they call themselves that Sigma Phi Pi. Look, look it up, Susan Brother, Sigma Phi Pi, and look at it. They call themselves the Talented Tim. And going back, he's talking about, about um W.E.B. Du Bois, who I never liked. W.E.B. Du Bois. And what he's want to talk about the what he did to our good brother, may the peace and blessings be upon his soul, Brother Marcus Mazine Gavi. This is why we can't get anywhere here in America as a people. And then we have these false flaggers of African culture, as I said, these false flaggers. 
See, it perceived that they are working for the for the uh, of the betterment of us as a people, but they're not. They just in the forefront to make it look like from the bottom to the top. Now we here. <laughs> they 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 they, they getting they thirty pieces of silver. See, this is why sometimes too, Susan brothers, I uh oh, I don't know what oh, I'm going how I get into this. What it it helps to, to, to get into that parable. That story with Jesus, even in the Bible or Yahshua, whether you believe it or not, but just I tell y'all, look at the principles of some things. Whether you believe that he existed, ain't found no bones. We ain't gonna get into that right there tonight. But the principle thing of it is look how. People that was walking, supposed to have been walking according to the story, that was walking with him, being with him all the time, sold him out for some 30 pieces of silver, a little or nothing. We still have these things happening to us today. People who selling us out as a people for a little or nothing. Even in Yahshua's time or Yahweh's time, that his people were going through something because according to the Torah, it says that, he had to come because his people were going through stuff. Even in the children of Israel, according to the Bible, according to the Torah, they was going into different captivities, being enslaved. They they was losing their culture. And, and, and some of them have to go in and been Hellenized. They lost their language. They had to, they couldn't study the Torah. They had to give up and, 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 and be like the Greeks. They had to give it up. Like a lot of us today, we, we're not speaking in our African tongues, our language that, that 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 our ancestors came on the ships from, we're speaking a whole nother dialect, a whole nother tongue called English, where our mindset, the whole curriculum that they teach us in school is of the English or the European uh, curriculum that they set up. So even with Yahweh shot the whole thing, he had to come, as the Bible says in the, in the book of Matthew, or Metathahu, chapter 1, verse 21, it says that uh, 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 that he shall come, that it says Emmanuel, or it should be called his name Emmanuel. But anyway, Yahweh shot should come and save his people from their sin. So all the things that they were going through, the atrocities, the, atrocities, the slavery, the all of these things that they was going through, he had to come to them. Same thing with us today. But he had the people who was selling them out along the way. That's what's the same thing with us, sisters and brothers. The slave trade and all of these things that we went through, Jim Crow and all of this, we still got these Nick Rolls today. Knowing what we went through, knowing what we're going through, long as they get something, the crumbs that fall off of their master's table, they don't give a damn about you. Just give me some. Just give me some crumbs, master. I ain't studying them, nigga. I, I will help you keep them in check. So it's the same thing, sister brother. When they say, it, the, even dealing with the transatlantic slave trade, they said it was other African nations who were actually catching and selling other rival tribal uh, African uh, tribes into slavery to the Europeans. It still is happening to this very day. We're still happening to this very day. When you have now, instead of a tribe, you have these so-called black organizations who pretend to be for the betterment of us, helping us to uplift ourselves and elevate us to a higher standard. 
but only trying to uplift us into European mindset and thinking. It's just to keep you, look, you can get a list some, but don't you Nick Rose get high and mighty and think you're going to outdo these, these white folks here in America. Don't you think you're going to get nothing, nigga? That's why you're going to call, that's why they call you an African-American. Why they went to put that American tag on your ass still? Because they want you to think, nigga, you's American. You better think European. You better think like them. Don't you think you're going to get high and mighty? You even halfway think. But I want to get into something. Get into something. Going back to this masonry thing a little bit here. Show y'all something. Going back to my book with my good brother, Mustafa Alameen. Mustafa Alameen here. Uh, he says on page 38 of this book here, African-Americans, uh, African-American Freemasons, self-Islam. Like I said, I'm not telling y'all to self-Islam. I'm just reading out of his books because I like some things that he have that he's talking about in here that y'all need to do and pay attention to. But here he says that psychology teach us that if we reject a person or a people for no apparent reason, you create in them a desire to be accepted. If a, if it is human nature to want to be accepted by people. The white supremacists infiltrated the African-Americans' desire to be accepted. They accelerated the desire of some of our people to become Masons and Shriners by the uh, psychology or rejection. They opened the large doors and our people ran in blindly. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir, they did. Um, we can't even see the traps or the tricks or the mockery of us. Then when they allowed our people in, the Caucasian masons and shriners use another psychology. They told our brothers not to tell anyone else. They told them they were special. They were enlightened and the rest of us are ignorant and stupid. In addition, they gave them the death oath to frighten them and to make them really feel like the African-Americans had something very special. No, important and special. It's a trick. Now, I'm going to give y'all something here. I'm going to jump into this other book from Manly P. Hall. But I got to see here right, right here. Read this part again. Madeline P. Hall going to clarify it. Said so they told that they were special and they were enlightened and the rest of us were ignorant and stupid. Now, this is what my good brother, uh, Mustafa El Amin, had said in here, talking to the Black African-American masonry, as they say African-American masonry, masons, talking to them. Mm. Let's see what old Manly P. Hall said. Now, he's a, oh, he was a grand sovereign. They got a statue of him a statue of him in Washington, D.C. And they said he, he also was a Klan member. Shit, I said all of them part of the goddamn Klan, you ask me. But anyway, this is something that Manly P. Hall said uh, in his book, <clears throat> in his book that he written in his works called uh, Mortals and Dogmas. Yes, sir, Mortals and Dogmas. Uh, let's see, where do we go from here, George? Where do we go? Okay, here we go, here we go. Masonry, like all... All the religions, I thought, and also, also, I thought masonry wasn't a religion, huh? But here we go, anyway. Masonry, like all the religions, all mysteries, hermetism, 
I mean, they called the Hermes. See, that's another shit they got. Talking about Hermes, Hiscatricia. But he was actually going to Zahudi or Tahuti. But anyway, an alchemy concealed his seat from all except the adapts and sages and the elect and used false interpretations and misinterpretations of his symbols and mislead those who desire only to be misled to conceal the truth which is called light from them and to draw them away from it truth uh oh here we go truth is not for those who are unworthy or unable to receive it or would pervert it what my brother say again let me pick my brother's book back up what did he say that they doing he said they told our brothers not to tell anyone they told them that they were special they were enlightened and the rest of us are ignorant and stupid jump back to manly p hall what did he say again sisters and brothers um he said um only the sages and the adept and the elect use false interpret and, and use false interpretations and mis uh, explanations and misinterpretations of his symbols to misuse, mis, mislead those who desire only to be misled and conceal the truth. Mm-hmm. And he said, truth is not for those who are unworthy and unable to receive it. Now, how did, how did, how they come up with the conclusion of who should get it or not? Hmm. So I got to be initiated. I take your goddamn blood oaks. Swear your oaks. By you to ride the goat, huh? As y'all say the goat. But 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 brothers, 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 my brother and my Afro-American, my black brothers. We don't deal with fucking goats, do we? No, because Kemet didn't deal with goats. See, y'all talking about that goat. But we go over here and you look at in Kemet. They had what was the ram? I know it was well, I'm sorry, that don't make no difference. Still got goddamn horns. But that was that was enough. We deal, even when you look at Amun Ra, and as he would have the ram head and going to the god, even the even the god Kanum or the Netru or the Netria or the Netir or the Netheru uh a consul hath the ram head, not no goddamn goat. But anyway, that's what Manly P. Hall said, man. The truth is not for those who are unworthy. So y'all brothers, he's have they fool y'all with that bullshit. You 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 take this oath, but you can't tell the rest of your brothers and sisters. Now, here's your brothers and sisters was in slavery, right? For X amount of years that we was here. And it was a law that we couldn't read. We could we went we were outlawed to read, especially if you was enslaved, if they had you in what they call slavery or bondage. The kidnapping. It was a law that you couldn't read, and even white folk weren't even supposed to teach you how to read, or they get punished. But those of y'all were free, y'all had it, and now y'all are taking oaks. So there's a lot of information our brothers and sisters hadn't gotten. We we hadn't got a lot of this stuff because the oath, right? I mean, because the concealing, we couldn't we couldn't learn the laws. I mean, we couldn't learn. So now a lot of y'all are learning, but y'all know y'all can't tell us. You can't tell us. You still got to keep it a secret, even though it ain't a law no more, but you've been sworn under oath not to reveal the things that y'all have truly learned. Because y'all say y'all are you, you learning the so-called seven, seven, seven liberal arts and things. Y- y'all said ain't nothing that y'all already learned. It, it, it ain't no secret. It ain't nothing that's sacred. <laughs> I know what you say. 
But let me see here. What else he said? What else? Man, the pre-haul says. Da, 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 da. He said something else. Okay. So Masonry jealously conceals his secret and intentionally leads conceit and interprets astray. So my thing here is so many of you pastors. Let me holler at your pastors right fast. You pastors, Reb. Oh, Reb. Uh-huh. I'm talking to you. Holler at you right fast, Reb. You standing up in that pulpit with a Bible every Sunday morning. Early one Sunday morning. Like y'all going to be doing in the morning. Early one Sunday morning. Early in the morning. Even on Wednesdays and all of this other stuff, right? Bible study. But Reb, check this out. You're going to be up in, in the morning with your Bible open, teaching or giving a sermon, right? Tomorrow. Telling people you're giving them the word of God. You're giving them the word of the Lord. Right? Are you truly? Are you truly teaching them the truth? Are you truly teaching them the word of the Lord, right? Tomorrow. Huh? Are you truly? You can't. You can't be real. I'm talking about the, the, the ribs that's the Masons. I'm talking about the ribs that are in the order, in the fraternity. You Mason, you, you Rebels. Huh? You can't give them the seat. You can't tell them everything because why? You took an old Reb. You said, well, well some Reb, that ain't got nothing to do with it. Yes, it does. Because in your, in, 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 in your lodge, you got a Bible Reb that y'all do rituals and things with. You read out of them Reb. Y'all read something. You open your lodge with the Bible, real. You got rituals and things y'all do out of the Bible, real. You ain't got to the Quran yet because you ain't got to 33 yet. But you deal some things out of the Bible, real. Huh? But then you go in here and you, and you don't took an oath. So the things that you learn out of the Bible, you ain't going to stand there and teach your congregation, real. You're going to talk all over their head, real. You ain't telling them 100% truth. You ain't truly giving them the word of the Lord. If the Bible is the word of the Lord, real. What, what man did P. Hall say, though? What did he say that y'all Mason's supposed to do? He said, Mason, like all religions, hmm, is to conceal its secret from all except they what? Adapt the sages or the elect and use false explanations and interpretations so Reb, that's what you're standing up there doing when you're standing up there on that pulpit you looking all them folks in the damn eye as you looking through the crowd you give them all kind of false interpretations and explanations because you sworn you got oh Reb, you ain't gonna break your old vision huh you ain't gonna break your old are you Reb? because they ain't they, they unworthy Reb. What do you say? The truth is not for those who are unworthy and unable to receive it, Rev. You ain't going to tell them folk the true Rev. Huh, Pastor? Are you? <laughs> so you mean to tell me on Sunday morning, on Sunday, then when you go to church, that's the only time you're going to tell the truth. You're going to break your oath. You ain't going to break that mother, Rev. You know you got damn bullshitting. Let me see what else he says here. It's got to get to your blood raw. It says fiction is necessary. And y'all know what? And this is the third. This is coming out of the third degree at that. Uh, yeah, uh, we getting it to you. This culture freedom, baby. This coming out of the master mason degree. That this is being, this, this didn't talk to them. 
fictions are necessary to the people and the truth become deadly to those who are not strong enough to contemplate it in all of its brilliancy. That's how they feel about y'all. Us, I'm just us, just us. This is how they feel, because I ain't initiated either. So this is how they feel about us, because we ain't in their goddamn order. We ain't, we ain't did, the, we ain't been through those. We ain't took that oath. But this is how they feel about us. We ain't in their brotherhood. How they feel about you. The truth must be kept secret. And the masses need a teaching proportionate to their imperfect reasoning. <laughs> what Margaret Sangalim said, y'all, with the with 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 with, with that eugenics thing. What did they say? Mm, we got to we, we we got to abort these folks because they feeble-minded. Some feeble-minded people. We need to abort them. We need to get rid of them. Abort them. We need to have some eugenics up in here. Planned Parenthood need to come through and wipe them out or exterminate them. These niggas can't think. Feeble-minded. They can't think. They ignorant or ignorant, cause they stupid. We need to get rid of them, cause see, they dumb as hell. But see, they dumb because they are. This, I'm, I'm talking about like white folk now. I'm talking like them. I'm, I'm speaking on the on their behalf because we don't. They gonna be dumb, man. Y'all gotta understand. Look, this this Margaret Sanger them. Remember, y'all, remember white folk, we don't, we, we don't ban them from reading for 200 years or something. They don't know how to read. They, they stupid. How in the hell are they going to fit into society? They dumb as hell. So I just, I, I just say we just kill them. Exterminate the niggas. Don't teach them. It'd be cheaper to kill them. Planned Parenthood, the Negro Project. But then we'll get some, we'll teach, they're going to have to, you know, we, 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 some of the niggas got to join our, you know, our secret societies, or we'll get some elite niggas, we'll teach them. We'll educate them and tell them you got to control the rest of the niggas then. Like she said, that we had to pick the pastors because we know that the people love the pastors and they look to the preacher huh, for guidance. They respect the pastor. So we can use him to control everybody else. Huh? Because they look, because he's what? He's called the shepherd. And notice he's called a pastor. So they feed from the pastor. They sheep feeding off the pastor. So whatever the pastor, the rib, is the pastor, feed them in his in, in, in his sermons, they're gonna eat on it. They're gonna believe it. They're gonna accept it as the truth. So we can use him. We can give him what we want him to teach, and he feed it to his flock, his sheep, and he gonna lead their ass astray. Huh? <laughs> he said the truth must be kept secret, and the masses need a teaching proportionate to their imperfect reasoning. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why, sisters and brothers. We wonder why. That's all I'm going to say. We wonder why. Why, 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 why? Mm. False flag of African culture. 
They don't give a shit about no African culture. And I'm just use African culture today because they don't, and it's just, 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 y'all know how culture freedom, I might have a title, but hell, it might not all fit into what I'm discussing this deal with the title. Hell, I just, you know, hey. <laughs> but these Negroes out here, sisters and brothers, you better be careful. You got to understand the dynamic. These Negroes are being controlled. They're being used. And they only for their own personal gain. Hmm? Watch these goddamn organizations. They're only out for their own personal gain. And they still have a master over them. That's why I say they go to school and get these goddamn degrees. Just like Freemasonry, they call them a degree. Saying goddamn a degree. And one of their degrees is called a master's degree. Who established, who established the curriculum? Huh? It wasn't us, goddamn it, because we was in we was in slavery when they had colleges and universities. We was in, huh? So they gave who the master, slave master, European master, gave these niggas a degree. And I, I maybe I shouldn't have said that part like that. My bad. Let me take that part back. But gave these people the degrees. You now you got a master's degree to do as I tell you to do. Because you learn my ways. I taught you. I gave you the curriculum. You think as I th you think as I think. I set this up. I established this. So you think the way I want you to think. If you want to make it in my society, you're going to have to think the way I want you to think. If you think outside of that, we ain't going to accept it. We're going to reject it. We'll lock you up. We'll we just we'll keep you we'll we'll make sure you don't get no money coming through. We gonna starve your ass to death. We'll do whatever, but you're gonna have to think like we think. <laughs> Go into this book right here by Manly P. Hall. The Lost Keys Masonry. Going back to my African brothers again. My brothers, my brothers. I guess y'all my brother. No, I ain't y'all brother because I ain't part of the crowd. Y'all don't see me as y'all brother. Y'all see that white man who don't give a shit about you as your brother. That's who you see as your motherfucking real brother. Hmm? That's who you see as your brother. Huh? But anyway, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is what Manly P. Hall said, y'all. Oh, where did Paul go? Where did Paul go? Which way did we go, George? I messed up. Let me see. Here we go. Here we go. Come on back home, sisters and brothers. Come on back home. But this is what he said. Page 92, the lost keys of Freemasonry. That Egyptian initiate. That's what he called Egyptian initiate. I'm going to call it what he said. Reckon, e recognizing Egypt to have been the cradle of superior culture. Culture most excellent philosophy and admitting the almost undeniable evidence that the Egyptian mysteries, as they call it a mystery, and I'll touch on that when I finish, were the progenitors of modern masonry. Mm -hmm. It is most sad that the critical descent, the dissection of the Egyptian theology system is imputed and Rendered almost impossible. Ah, this ain't I'll leave that on. But going back here, because that wasn't irrelevant. As he said, though, this is my brothers, African brothers. You, you, you got to be in the masonry because the Prince Hall, whatever hall, city hall, I don't give a damn what kind of hall. 
recognizing Egypt to have been the cradle of superior culture and most excellent philosophy and admitting the almost undeniable evidence. So why would I want something secondary, some watered down, polluted bull crap? Some that what they say, Johnny come lately don't made up. When we have something from our bloodlines of our ancestors established, as he said something here, something superior, something superior, something highest, the pinnacle of every goddamn thing. And I'd rather have something, some watered down version. When I got a superior thing, he said the, the most excellent philosophy where it had the Plato, Socrates, uh, what's the mother suckers? Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, and whoever else, some suckers came from Greece and around the world, and I'm not around the world, but in that area to come sit at the footstool. Uh oh. Come sit at the feet of the Africans. To learn. But then I got to go instead of me going to them. It's me as another black man now, or, or, the, or the African descent. Instead of me going back to my African descended people, I got to go to the Grecians. I got to instead of <laughs> going to the people who they went to. I'm going to go to them. So instead of me going to. Like people like I'm just saying people. Like Zahuti or Tahuti, Tahuti most. Or going to uh, I'm Hotel. I go to Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, and they just left from I'm Hotel learning them goddamn cells. So I'm gonna go to them instead of me having an opportunity. Now even the teacher's still alive, the teacher's still there. Instead of me going to the teacher, I'm gonna go to the goddamn student and learn from the student. I want to go to hell who he learned from, huh? Especially, especially would be, you know, I, I know I can't trust them because if they if they did all they done, they made it for some reason. See, that's the problem. You need to get over that slavery stuff, brother. You need to stop that, man. That shit with X, Y, X and Y, uh, 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 how many years ago, brother? See, that's your problem. You will never get by, man, by staying in the past, brother. You'll never get by by staying in the past. Oh, you think it's the past? Huh? Well, I just read a little bit earlier that it said that um, even today, that even today, that the Europeans, some states that the Europeans don't recognize these brothers in the Masonic Order, Prince Hall and all these, they don't recognize them as legitimate. Shit, that ain't the past. That's 2020. That's still today. Hell, just looking at some stuff that's been happening down here, man. All these brothers getting, that's what happened. All these prison stabbings been happening in the South. I don't know if y'all been hearing about it and all these brothers getting killed in these prisons. Been black brothers getting killed. All of them. And stabbed to death. They saying T.I. and what's his name? Uh, Yo Gotti. Them, they trying to sue the prisons. I, you know, not for the stabbings, I guess, but for just for the conditions that they're in. And y'all know a lot of these prisons down here in the South, they're located in 
in some of these areas, man, secluded. They send these brothers way out from their home, and they go into some of these old small-ass cities where it's damn near what they call them sundown town. They damn near like some sundown town. Y'all know what sundown town is. If you black, get your ass out of there before the lights go out, before the street lights come on. Sundown town. Big country-ass, crazy-ass, redneck white boy, and they got them prison jobs. I know it was a prison here, not in here, but in Arkansas, they said, shit, they, man, this is a prison. They were sending brothers, send, they don't send them, but one or two at a time. You know, it's, it's, it's down there, sundown town. And anyway, it's not it. Almost, it is a sundown town. And I've heard that they send one brother there. And he was repeatedly, repeatedly raped. By them white boy, they sent him there to the judge, low down ass judge in the town that he that the brother was originally from. The brother kept just going in out of jail. The white judge sent him there as a punishment, real punishment. Teach him a lesson. And the white boys continued to, to rape him. They say every damn black bro- brother damn that go there get raped. Because they about the only ones in there. See, that's the sick-ass mind of these white folks again. I, I'm supposed to be reading an article, too, about something. Oh, I, I still do it. I pull it up. But see, we have to get back to our original. That's why I was really going back to our original. Go back to our stuff. And I go look at something else here. Still, Manly P. Hall, he says that. Da, 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 da. He says, Aries, er, every serious member of the order should should sense the importance of the coffin text and possible clues to a a a a a, uh, a more recondent or invaluable interpretation of the masses of symbols what well, he cut my damn trying to cut me off there i'll stop for a second they're trying to cut my thing okay there i go losing signal <laughs> uh Okay, in the valuable interpretations of the masses of symbols and allegories which have been woven into the fabric of Freemasonry. So, that one lost it. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. The Egyptians were far advanced in their time. Long before the Christian era, the Egyptian priests had traced the circulations of the blood, composed books on anatomy, physics, had developed glass blowing. Licensed dentists, occultists, and if the Eber uh, papyrus uh, be authentic, brewed, <laughs> excellent beer. They <laughs> had some butt light before butt light. They had some comedic light around it, but um, it was in the dark land of Kemet that many sciences had. Uh, their beginning, as did several noble schools of philosophies and ethics. Hmm. So why we got to deal with they bullshit that they make up, sisters and brothers? These are Euro- This is a European Manly P. Hall that says this. He even admitted. But you wanna, but you can't do, you can't do without them. You wanna be accepted by them, as our brother was saying. Uh. My brother here, uh, uh, Mustafa Lamine, and he says that psychology teaches us that if you reject a person or a people or have no res- 
no apparent for no apparent reason, you created them desire to be accepted. So by all that them they how they rejected us doing slavery, no matter how our sisters and brothers uh tried to prove that they, we are man by the like the three-fifth compromise and all this the three-fifth thing. And we say Jesse Jackson said, I am a man. We with those signs that doing the civil rights thing, I am a man. You got to try to convince them that you are a man. You try your best to convince them to accept you. And they, they like, ah, oh, we ain't studying you. We hate your ass. <laughs> like I said, you, you trying your best to be accepted. That's what we were trying our best to be accepted. So we'll do anything to like, uh, you compromise, as Steve Harvey would say, his integrity, integrity because he want to be accepted. And that's what a lot of us, we have done because we want to be accepted by them. We will give up all of our thing so we can be accepted by them. I don't want to offend them. I don't, let's, let's, I, I know what they did, son, Ray, but, 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 but come on, brother. Come on. We got to Come on, dog. Look, we, we ain't going to be able to get that job, bro. I, shit. I got to body, man. I got to get these. I got to have some money. I got to get these Jordans. Man, I got to get this, do it for ton. You know, the, you know, I need that Gucci bag. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Sunray. God damn, you're going to fuck it up all of us, bro. Stop that shit, man. Come on. <laughs> damn Gucci. Lucci and all the rest of them motherfuckers. Fuck them. I don't need them. We don't need them. You got your thing. You had a thing. Like Manly P. Hall said, you had a most excellent, superior thing superior thing still do they can't stop digging in the sands in the Nile valley trying to find out how did they do it how did they do what they did when they did what did they do they can't dig it in it all of our ancestors excellence in all of their museums, scattered all over the Europe, somewhere in these museums. Hell, they got them here in Memphis, in the University of Memphis Museum. Yeah, they got a comedic um, exhibit here, too. <laughs> they loved it so much, and they, they even named the city Memphis. Even named the city Memphis, because they sit on it the Mississippi, like the Nile. They, 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 they love it. And um, somewhere else I was finna go with this here topic. Oh, let me see here. I need to look this up on Facebook if I get this right fast. And still, I tell you, sisters and brothers, like a brother saying, it's in the past, son, Ray. You need to get away from that, man. It's all in the past. We ain't like that no more. It's like that. It's like that. It's like that. It ain't going no goddamn well. It ain't never going no well. Trying to pull this up right fast, so brother. Let's see what the hell I did with this here, man. Maybe I don't have it. But there was an article. That was, oh, one of my good brothers sent me. Damn it. Um, let me see. I can just pull up on my phone then because I thought I had. Now nah, I want to pull it up so I can share it in the chat room. I got to find it in this group. I put it in a group. Um. What they're doing in Nigeria is sick. And and I tell you, it it it, it y'all think these goddamn European. Let me pull it up because I want to share this in the chat room. Uh 
Okay, I want to share this in the chat room. Think it's all everything in the past. Because you want to, like I said, you want to put your blinders on. You want to be blind. Hey, that's, that's you. But these mother, mother suckers have not changed a bit. Here we go. Here we go. Let me block all this. I don't want to accept no, no cookies and shit. Um, this from the sun newspaper. I don't know how true it is. Let me, you know, I need to make sure. Let me Google search this and make sure this ain't no bullshit. You know, the sun and all them be making up some shit. <laughs> okay. Nope. It's right. Okay. It's, it's okay. It ain't no bogus news. But it's the sun, but there's there's some other newspaper. I had to Google search this. Y'all Google search this too. Make sure. Um, don't be bogus. But it says in, inside pedophilia paradise, the Gambia, uh, the Gambia, where sex beasts are buying African children and toddlers to rape. Y'all heard me. Tragic Gambian children are being sold to British pedophiles as little as, now I can't read their dollar signs. I don't know what that pounds as two pounds or whatever it is uh, a time by their desperate parents because they're trying to say that their parents are you know um going so much hard time over there they are selling their children out to these europeans and it's coming over there it says huge huge numbers of um predators are taking advantage of the lax laws and the poverty-stricken african country uh to embark on sick child abuse holidays uh, where they are openly targeting little boys and little girls. Now they're showing here uh, some pictures too. Uh, well, this 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 European, a so-called tourist, a European, is out there in the water with this little bitty um little bit of boy, look like a little boy for what I can see. And then they're showing here. Um, there's another dude. He's holding a a little boy. Uh, they blocked his face out, but he's holding a little boy. He got a little boy in his hand um but yeah this is it just a lot of this sick shit is going on and they're saying that they're buying it and i'm seeing some more stuff grown ass white dudes a couple of pictures uh i got some little girls black girls with them and a lot of this shit is going on for real sister and brother y'all think this shit is some bullshit you better think again so but anyway that's all in the past son ray it's all in the past yeah it's not in the past. Not in the past. This shit is real. Like I said, there's no getting out of this situation, brothers and sisters. As long as we got all of this shit like this, we got all these Nick Rose with these fake ass, these Greek fraternities, these Greek fucking sororities. You want to be Greek? I thought you was African. Why you need all these Greek fraternities? You need motherfucking fake ass Masonic fraternities and and and, and, and getting permission from your from your master. And then you'll tell somebody else because he didn't get permission from him and he want to do something. And he's, oh, he's clandestine. He ain't real because he didn't ask the master for no fucking papers. You can't, somebody can't create their own shit. <laughs> we'll never get out of this situation. As long as we got this type of shit going on, we forever be under somebody else's rule. And niggas gonna keep selling you ass, selling your ass out. And sorry that I had to say nigga, but these other suckers that keep selling you out, and you keep wondering why shit ain't getting no better. This is why shit don't get no better. 
And when you try to tell these niggas something, they don't want to fucking hear it because they love what they're getting from their fucking masters. They love the crumbs off their motherfucking master instead of building, getting their own motherfucking table, putting their own food on the table. You rather wait and see what drop off of his. Like, like I said, somebody like they'll say, you think his ice colder than yours. <laughs> I'm get ready to get up out of here, sisters and brothers. I appreciate y'all for tuning in right here tonight. Go to Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely in the house. Man, I don't know, sister brother. It got to get better than this. Got to be better than this. But if we don't stop these people, man, from playing the fucking game that they're playing, it's not going to get any better. Just because he's in black skin don't mean he's the friend with you. These Negroes, we got to point them out, call them out. Because they are the enemy of, they are, they are enemies. Fuck it. I'm just going to say it. They're enemies because they're trying to destroy you. They in cahoots. With the people who's trying to destroy you, they're no good for us. Thank y'all for tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. I'm up out of here, man. Hi, fellow white people. Are you having a sad because that family's enjoying a picnic in the park while being black? Did that customer in front of you just speak a language that makes you irrationally angry? Well, this is a great time to try. Mind your own fucking business. With mind your own fucking business. You'll be able to grow the fuck up and act like a decent fucking human being. Our patented technology allows you to pull your head out of your ass and see the world beyond the brim of your MAGA hat. Hi, honey. I saw some black people at the Starbucks today. Did you mind your own fucking business? I sure fucking did. <laughs> Stop bothering those nice people today with mind your own fucking business. Side effects may include not harassing people, no one getting arrested or murdered by police, a general sense of well-being for people of color, a lack of internet fame, and or trolling and coexistence. Please consult your doctor if you are still a piece of shit after minding your own fucking business, as the symptoms may be a result of a deeper problem and require further treatment. Now available at Anthropology and Whole Foods. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. I'm trying to load up some music. Here we go. Peace, y'all. I'm up out of here. Much love. Psalms 83, verse 1. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. They have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee. Muslim, I don't deal with Allah. 
keep a sword with me. Cut you up just like a barber. My people lost. We destroyed because we lacking knowledge. Spiritual knowledge, not that kind that you can get in college. We them children of the promise, of the promise. A highest promise, one that he made with our forefathers. Judah's alliance, what would tell me who shall rouse them? And we gon' rise up, that's why Esau wanna stop us. Hey, they don't really have the snow. No, they don't have the snow. Better bundle up because this world is cold. This world is cold. The truth they don't want us to know. No, Cause we the people that he chose. That he chose. Scriptures, now I see the truth. This word is so cold, man. They killing out you. Just turn on the news and you'll see the proof. They don't care about me. They don't care about you. They give us the guns. They tell us to shoot. They give us the drugs. They tell us to use. They tell us to sell them. They play us like fools. The private salute. So that's what we do. We gotta wake up, man. There's no time to snooze. Our power's the greatest, so we cannot lose. They try to the greatest, but they can't erase us out. God didn't make us to play by their rules. And that's why they hate us. They hate that they ain't us. And Satan can't make us get down with his crew. They lock us and chain us. They cuff us and slave us, but they'll never break us. We always break. It's true. We the chosen people, our spirit golden, we royalty. So we straight away, our father kept us, that's loyalty. When it's time for judgment, won't have attorneys, no lawyer fees. When it's time for judgment, it's gonna be destruction of our enemies. Yeah. Cause they don't really love us, no. No. Better bundle up because this world is cold. This world is cold. The truth they don't want us to know. No. Why? Why? Because we the people that he chose. That he Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.